What's up, everybody? <laughs> and welcome to the WAN Show. We got a great show for you lined up this week. Oh man, the big controversy. Intel accuses AMD of misleading branding. Wow, this is like the pot calling the kettle the same color as the pot is. Phone that is off. I was going to go for something else. The point is. Really, you guys? All right, so we'll be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about the other big scandal this week, the LTT backpack. Does it have two layers on the bottom? No. No. (laughs) And we're going to tell you guys how we're dealing with that. What else we got, Luke? Twitch leaves South Korea just entirely. They're gone. All the Twitch streamers have to cancel their contracts. Yeah, what's up with that? I mean, like, it's gaming is so popular in that country. Like, how how are you gonna? You're just gonna smoothly move your mouse? You can't anymore. Did you just hit your face Uh, on your mic? I was just gonna say that that made me face like air so hard that I literally hit the mic. That was awesome. What else we got? I didn't think you were going there. Um, Also, honestly, I had one that I was gonna shout out, but I don't even want to because I don't find it as interesting as a lot of other people do. Which seems like a role reversal, but it's not. Twenty three and Me just doesn't feel like getting sued. Yeah, they don't want to. Yeah, you should. They should just be able to like breach your data and like you shouldn't sue them. Yeah, they'd rather not. Cool. Why don't we jump right into our first topic for this week? Intel accuses AMD of misleading branding. Yeah. I had someone that was all like, Linus, you shouldn't pound on the desk. And I didn't remember until after I had already done it a couple times. So I did it two more for good measure. And then that's it for the rest of the show. Intel <laughs> posted a new marketing presentation depicting AMD as a sleazy car salesman, an old timey snake oil salesman. I tried my best to do voices that sounded like those things. It's all right. Before removing the slideshow from its website after it was spotted and commented on by several news outlets. Shout, shout, Shout 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 out WCCF Tech, who has made most of the presentation available, and in it, Intel dramatically presents four. This is amazing. Core truths. They're punny. That supposedly reveal misleading marketing on the part of AMD. Number one. Ryzen processors use a chip architecture released in 2019, but the first number in the chip skew refers to the year it was released, not the chip generation. Sorry, what? What are you even what are you even talking about? Anyway, hold on, hold on. Oh, hidden in plain sight. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, here, 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 here. Okay, so here's a couple of slides from the thing. Um I don't know if there's no way this is an actual slide from the thing i actually i hadn't seen this part yet okay anyway snake oil one yeah that's amazing um the main the main part here we go there we go yes uh this is this is the main thing okay so the number here indicates the year that it was released traditionally this has been the 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 generation number um and that it, that's true of Intel, that's true of AMD, that's true of NVIDIA, that's true of basically everybody. Here's the next number in AMD's uh, sort of naming scheme, the market segment. So one is 
Athlon Silver, two is Athlon Gold, and then it goes Ryzen 3, Ryzen 3 more different, a couple of Ryzen 5s, and then a Ryzen 7. Then there's Architecture. So one is Zen 1 and Zen Zen Plus, 2 is Zen 2, 3 is Zen 3 and Zen 3 Plus, 4 is Zen 4, 5 is Zen 5, etc. 0 is feature isolation, lower model, upper model, and then U is your like TDP modifier, and this is still quite similar to what Intel does on their side. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I think AMD basically just piggybacked on that so that it's pretty clear, you know, okay, a U is a low power skew or whatever the case may be. Um, I don't. I don't really. Oh, sorry. The, the the bullet points are a little bit more challenging. Anyway, the point is, uh, WCCF Tech has compared the presentation to Intel's 2019 real world performance marketing push, where Intel used uh, allegedly cherry picked benchmarks to attack AMD. And meanwhile, PC Gamer has called back to Intel's 2015 Skylake architecture, which Intel rebadged twice and sold all the way from sixth to tenth gen. Epic. Uh, there's actually. Okay, they've never actually rebranded those. Um, honestly, though, there are so many more examples of this, and my questions for Intel are are multifold. From all three brands. NVIDIA's done it, too. Yeah, one, why exactly did you choose to bring this up at all? And two, why did you choose to bring it up now? To be clear, I agree. We actually had a video planned talking about exactly this. Um, and not just about AMD, obviously, because AMD, Intel, NVIDIA, basically everyone that I can think of has engaged in some kind of obfuscation in their product naming scheme Sleazy product that naming. makes it extremely difficult to figure out if what you're looking at is a truly new product or if it's something that has simply been rebadged in some way. They also change schemes very often. To the point where if you're someone who I, I, I would wager that the average computer person at this point in time is someone who's building and or upgrading their PC every three to five years. That's my assumption. Not less than that. Yep. Maybe more often more than that. Uh, but probably about five years, throw a new GPU in there at least, something like that. Um, those type of people are going to have to redial in every time they do an upgrade. Every single time. They're probably not paying a lot of attention in between there. Yep. They're just, oh, it's, yeah, new modern game, slow, want new, better power. And a lot of the time, the, the changes <clears throat> are just arbitrary. They're fairly subtle, and they're arbitrary enough that you can't really tell what's going Why on. Why did we go from 2700K to 3770K? Why? I can't think of a good reason. Nope. Uh, why did we go from, oh man, what was the one that, uh, okay, Broadwell was sort of a weird one. We'll give, we'll give them a pass on that one. Um, why did we go from, oh man, what was that super weird thing that they did back when they still had the HEDT products? Um, th those were not super clearly denoted. I mean, okay, more recently, I think there was some justification for this, but Intel just rebadged their manufacturing processes. They were like, oh yeah, we're not going to call it however many nanometer anymore. We're just going to call it like Intel 7. And that's because our competitors are, you know, well, they're actually the ones who are not being entirely forthright about how large the individual um, elements of their, of their, manufacturing are and we're actually more comparable to what they're branding as seven nanometer anyway so we're just gonna like we're just gonna like change it uh what, what was it i think 10 nanometer got renamed to intel 7 
Uh, I'm just going to double check that to Intel 7. Uh, but, 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 but. Yes. Yeah. Intel 10 nanometer enhanced superfin was renamed to Intel 7 with the justification being that it was more similar in density to TSMC's 7 nanometer node. And that may actually be true. I wouldn't be able to tell you. I'm not a scientist. But in terms of rebranding things to change perception, mm-hmm. uh, Intel has done this as recently as when was this 20 july of 2021 that was two years ago and in that case it was not about changing the perception with individual users that was about changing the perception with shareholders because there was this um belief hmm, however founded or unfounded it might be that intel was having trouble progressing through their manufacturing nodes and so they were like uh uh okay i know it took us a really long time to go from 14 to 10 but, like, look how fast we went from 10 to 7. All we did was change the net. Boom. And now it's Intel 7. Let's go. I mean, not only that, but, yeah, Floatplane Chat brings up that Intel's 14th gen processors are almost, I mean, oh, this is one of those tough things to talk about because I underestimated, talking to actual engineers at Intel, I underestimated how much work went into all the 14 nanometer plus plus pluses and squeezing those however small generational improvements out of them. So I don't want to be down on the actual engineers. What I do want to be down on is the branding that goes on around them. So yeah, Intel's 14th gen, probably some real work went into those from the engineering teams. And I want to give respect to them for that. But on the other hand, they shouldn't be called 14th gen. Instead of a 13900K, that should be a 13900... Well, I mean, the 14900K should just be 13900KS, because that's basically what it is. But yeah. but, but uh, call it 13955K, uh, or 13950K, or something like that. Treat it in your branding like the incremental, basically same generation improvement that it is. Like, it's... At least, to Intel's credit, this time around, they didn't pull one of these refreshes and then tell us that we can't still use our existing motherboard, uh, probably because they got a little bit surprised by it and they just weren't ready to push a new motherboard chipset or something like that. I, I actually don't know the reasoning for that. But, you know, at least, hey, we can use our existing 12th gen, 13th gen motherboard for these 14th gen CPUs. Um, but, man, AMD's is really bad. I can't let any of this dunking on Intel distract from that AMD's naming scheme is awful. The fact that that first number just means the year, the recency with which it was released when you could be buying a Zen 2 chip with that 7,000 at the beginning. Or, I mean, for all I know, they might keep recycling Zen 2 chips for, you know, entry-level products for years to come. So you could be buying a 9,000 series processor with a, like that uses Zen 2 architecture cores. That is awful and goes completely against the established naming schemes across basically the entire industry, except that AMD does actually have a precedent for this. Epic is named this way. They are 7,000... I don't think I ever actually realized that. Yeah, Epic is named this way. And shoot, I had another one in my mind that I could think of from someone other than AMD um, that actually worked kind of like this. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. Uh, but I 
yeah, I don't I don't like it. And the the bigger problem is that AMD doesn't have any consistency across their product portfolios. They're not doing this on GPU. They're not doing this Mm, on desktop CPU. And AMD has been pulling these shenanigans with their mobile chips. Um, One of the one of the ones they did recently was they just, you know, skipped a generation of numbers. To make the, I forget if it was Zen 2 when they were shipping Zen 3 desktop, or if it was Zen 1 when they were shipping Zen 2 desktop. I can't remember. But basically, they were just like, oh, uh, yeah, the, um, now the, uh, the, the, this is like, uh, you know, another number ahead. Or like, they just, they just did, played like catch up or something like that to bring them to parity. And then they fixed it later, but then now they're breaking it even more. Oh, man. <laughs> Do you feel like this is just like a bad reaction to the whole Moore's Law is dead thing? Uh, I think that there's a degree of that. I think that marketing departments are trying to figure out how to make things seem shiny and new. I mean, I've, I think I've talked before on the show about how one of the most effective ways for us to sell water bottles on the LTT store is to launch an exciting new screwdriver product. Marketing, just getting people... To like, or the key in marketing is just getting people to look at your site, look at your brand, talk about your brand. Um, it is it is almost a fixed function. There's the, sorry, keep going. The number of people that you can drive to to like page views on your website to sales, <clears throat> and it doesn't matter. As far as I can tell, it doesn't matter what those people came to the site for. It doesn't matter which page you land them on. It doesn't matter if they just came there out of out of like drinking haterade somewhere and being like, I want to see how bad this site is. They they just track. They just track together. So launching anything, it generates a news cycle. It generates press coverage from people who otherwise might not talk about you. It gets people, even if it's not something new, it gets people, individuals talking about it. Um, And so it's one of the most effective things you can do. So marketing departments are always looking for these free W's where they don't have to come up with uh, a really catchy campaign or slogan or jingle. Uh, they don't. They don't have to, you know, give away some margin in the product by running a promotion. They just launch one, and that's oh, that's another thing too. Speaking of margin in the product, so okay, why didn't Intel just keep shipping 13th gen? Why don't Why don't they just keep 13th gen? Why bother with 14th gen? Well, I'll explain that because 13th gen is getting to the end of its life cycle, the end of its perceived relevancy. People expect a new CPU kind of every year. And so Intel is discounting it, doing bundles, you know, on Black Friday or whatever. You could get deals. Well, here's the thing. Especially now in the age of price tracking browser extensions, there is an expectation that things get cheaper, especially in the computer industry where it's a race to zero, toward the end of their lifespan. And once things are cheaper... Well, that's what they're worth. If you try to raise the price, you will immediately, and, th- and then you like run a promo again, you will immediately be accused of jacking up the price so you can you know, pretend it's a promo. So what they do... Which, unfortunately, is a thing that does happen. So there's 100%. a reason why people would accuse you on it, 100%. even if it's not what you're doing. So, so what you do is you take your old product and you like, you know, bring down the price slowly and then you kind of go, okay, that's, you know, gone or now it's at this like new no price point. Making that. But we have new product. It doesn't matter necessarily to the average user who just wants to build a gaming PC and all they know is I heard i9 is good for gaming, right? 
oh, the new one, I'll just get that one. It's only 20 bucks more. It's only 30 bucks more. So that's just like a $30 ignorance tax that I don't blame the consumer for. I 100% blame the brand for. Um, And this has become kind of a disjointed sort of rambling, you know, rant. But realistically, I made far more sense than Intel did. So (laughs) it's a low bar. Basically... If you're going to call this out, then Intel, here's my challenge to you. Introduce a naming scheme that's better. Go back to basics. What the fuck is going on with your server products, for example? What even is gold and silver? I do not understand their product naming scheme for those. They went from something that was relatively easy to understand, where they just had a generation, and then they had numbers that kind of denoted where they fit within the product stack. And then they just brought in this, like, gold, silver, platinum, and, and like, the stupid thing, the stupid thing about any naming scheme that includes good, better, best... Or includes bronze, because technically bronze is part of it. Bronze, silver, gold is that no company is ever going to want to call any of their product third place. Yeah. So bronze functionally doesn't exist. Silver gets used very sparingly. Gold becomes just basic. And then platinum is reserved for, you know, the actual high end stuff. It's the S and S plus and triple S of the. And then as soon as they refresh something or bring in a new product, they have to create new tiers of platinum. So they have to, you know, add new, platinum, platinum XT, uh, a platinum extreme, platinum plus. I just, it's just exhausting. You already had it figured out. You had numbers. Higher number, more better. Why did you confuse all of this? Diamond, Indium, thank you. Herp J1 over in Floatplane Chat. And uh, Top Gear 1224 says, my view is that you need laws to prevent this smoke and mirror stuff. But honestly, I don't know how you would do it. How do you even enforce that? You'd have to have an individual law for like every single product category in existence. And almost for every company. And you'd need to update it consistently as technology changed and everything else. And you would need to deal too. You would need to deal with the fact that there are going to be legitimate reasons why they might have to change these naming schemes. You know, Intel or AMD might say, hey, look, we have to refresh the, uh, the, the, the 7970. Is that the one? Which one did they refresh the most times? The R, R, R9-290. We, we have to refresh the 290 again. Um, we've already gone 295 and 297. Uh, we can't keep just splitting the difference between that and like two, two or 300 because we started with nine. So that's what, that's what Microsoft blamed there being no Windows 9 on, right? Didn't they? I don't Their, like, remember. Their internal version ran over Windows uh, 8.9 or something. 8 point, yeah. I'm so they, sure. they ran into the nines already and they were like, uh-oh. <laughs> Which sounds like that must have been avoidable. But if I remember yeah, correctly, I mean, that was their explanation. Didn't Microsoft figure that out way back in the Windows 3 era? 3.11? Yeah. Can't you just add another just digit? Just keep going. <laughs> yeah. thing. I don't know. I, I, I think it was like a whole major versioning thing, whatever. I don't remember all the news about it. It was a while ago, but like... Yeah, that was a yikes. Yeah, maybe we do need to do this video because there's also other issues. I, I 
have railed against this before, but I get so frustrated with the way that Apple has led the charge in confusing product naming. And the thing that bothers me most about Apple, as usual, is that they know better. Mm-hmm. Apple names the iPhone very clearly, <laughs> mostly. I mean, you get it, start getting into Macs and you know Max Plus and sort of all that stuff. It, it can get a little bit overwhelming. Remember, I'm talking from like a normie perspective. Obviously, if you're if you're looking at reviews and you're comparing benchmarks, none of this matters because at the end of the day, it comes down to like FPS per dollar calculation. The model number is irrelevant. But what's frustrating about Apple is they know, they know how to do this. iPhone 15, iPhone 12, and the higher number, generally speaking, is more processor, more better. With that said, actually, now that I think about it, the iPhone 15 Pro is the only one that got the new chip. The iPhone 15 non-Pro got a recycled chip from the last generation, and that's now that I think of it, a perfect example of exactly what we're talking about here, where an established naming convention just went out the window the second that it became inconvenient for them to market their product by continuing to use it. So it's like, well, um, no, we have to, we have, we, people need to know that this is the new one for this year, even if we didn't update some stuff about it. So, hey, there you go. Um, Okay, apparently, uh, yeah, no, okay, 14 also uh, had some, there was some, there was some precedent for this with the 14 generation as well. My point still stands that it has changed over the lifespan of the iPhone as a product line, but you go into their other, other product lines and it gets way more confusing. If you say Mac Pro, how am I supposed to have any idea what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. There are at least four <laughs> products that I can think of you could be talking about the ancient cheese grater from like 2007, 2008. The trash can. You could be talking about the trash can from 2013, I think it was. Something you, like that. You could be talking about the updated cheese grater with an <laughs> Intel processor from a few years back. Or you could be talking about the new M2-based cheese grater, all of which are fundamentally different machines. Very, very, very If different. I were to search for something like Mac Pro GPU upgrade, the answer could be anything from slot in a card as long as it has apple compatible drivers to oh my god get ready to do gpu surgery assuming you could even find a replacement part or an upgrade it's just everything to uh 2006 to 2012 mac pro 2019 gpu uh gpu mac 2 pro uh (laughs) yeah yeah, and, I did the exact and search, no, no, go yeah. back to your screen. Go back to your screen because this is it. The crazy part is, look, um, uh, spotted Tango there, upgrading the Mac Pro 5.1. Apple has, they have internal. Sorry, I didn't. I did it again. They have internal numbering schemes for this stuff, but they don't. Ex- unless you go into uh, whatever whatever it's called on a Mac, the system information tab thing. Unless you go there. It's not obvious. Like you go on yeah. the product page and they're not they're not like, yeah, this is the this is the five point two rev of the hardware. It's it's so frustrating. It's pretty annoying when you work in like customer service, customer support, IT style situations when you're working with people that don't know what MacBook they have. Yeah. It's like, but I don't oh, blame I bought them it for in that. this year. I'm like, okay, what time of year? Yeah, cool. Like, it could be anything. I don't, I don't, I don't really remember. It's, I just know I bought it in that year. It's and, like, well, 
And uh, you know what? I've oh. I've noticed there's there's a group of people that thinks that I'm I, I hate Apple or something because I'm always ranting about them. The reason that I rant about Apple so much is because the rest of the industry just does whatever they do. The second Apple starts doing something annoying, I look at it and I go shit because all of the copycat PC phone manufacturers are going to immediately start doing it. Like, look at stupid holes in displays. Notches. Like, why? Yeah. This was actually fine before. Look, look, exhibit A. Hold on a second. I'm just going to make sure I have something non-incriminating up. The Galaxy Note 9, which has a tiny, tiny little bezel at the top, which is fine. I don't actually need a hole in my display. But Apple went and was like, yeah, I mean, this seems fine. I, mean, I don't know. F*** it. And then everyone else was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess this is okay now because realistically, they're the big fish that everyone is chasing. So what are they going to do if we do this? Buy an Apple? Got them. It's, fr- it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. Yeah, headphone jack. Yeah, okay. Float plane chat. Float plane chat. Real. Yeah. F, F to pay respect to the headphone. I used my headphone jack the other day. And I was like, Wow. I forgot how much the AirPods Pro sound like shit. Um, <laughs> I, I, I plugged my IE600s in because I was just like, ah, yeah, you know what? I'm going to be doing this for a while. I don't mind cable managing myself all, you know, down my shirt like I, like I used to. Uh, I, like, plugged it in, put it in my pocket, and I was like, I was like, j- immediately, I was like, jamming out. I'm like, yeah, this is so much better. I forgot about this. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Uh, people are saying F for the headphone jack. Oh. Headphone jack. I said it out loud, Luke. You were just tuned out because you don't care what I have to say. No, but I'm still surprised people at... Yeah, anyways. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Dan says we're supposed to move on to the next topic. So why don't we get into our big controversy, which is, of course, what happened last week here on the show when, embarrassingly, I cut open one of our backpacks thinking that the bottom layer was two layers because it's supposed to be just in case it wears out and it in fact was as it appeared to be on the show only one layer i didn't want to give an answer last week because you know what honestly i'm just tired of saying things and then it turning into a gigantic explosion (laughs) before i get a chance to figure out exactly what's going on and deliver a clear and concise statement so i was like nope I'm actually not going to speculate about this. There is stuff that I knew already last week. People were speculating maybe it was double the thickness or something like that. Guys, I knew it wasn't double the thickness. It's very, it's very obvious, but I just didn't want to talk about it yet. I wanted to give the team time to do their work so that I could come to you guys with a very clear message for how we're going to deal with this, and we do have a plan. So a newsletter went out today to people who own the backpack, If you haven't got it, um, shoot, I don't know what the best way for you to get it now is. We do archive the newsletter on the site. Okay. Uh, I will make sure that someone, Dan, will make sure that someone gets a message to Nick to make sure that there's an archive version of the backpack bottom layer update on the site on Monday. Let's make sure that that's up there so that people can get access to it. If they didn't, for whatever reason, get it. Otherwise, check your spam. Uh, This is... There's a lot of rules around what kind of email we're allowed to send out 
before it's considered, you know, unsolicited, whatever. Uh, this should come through because this is a product update, but stuff happens sometimes. Email is black magic as far as I can tell. And okay, this is one of those things that could be taken out of context. Sending one email is easy. Sending tens of thousands of emails is actually far more complicated than you probably realize unless you've ever tried to do it. Um, so the newsletter went out today. Our team will be contacting all backpack buyers next week with next steps. Okay, apparently you don't need to do anything because we will contact you. Um, wait, where's the... What are you where, looking for? I'm looking for the newsletter so I can talk through what we're it's doing. It's in your email. Oh, all right. That makes sense. I got you. One moment, please. Hey, test. I was newsletter. solving all this before the show. All right. So here it is. The Trust Me Bro update on the backpack. Oh, the, it's already up, apparently. I okay. didn't see it on the site, so it might have gone up like literally now. But okay. yeah, if you want to see it on the site, it is in the newsletter archive. Awesome. Right? So I'm just going to, you know what? I'm just going to read it to make it really simple. On December 1st, we showed an incredible specimen of the LTT backpack, which someone in the mining industry had been using for a year. Shout out you slash fresher 11. Its condition is a testament to the quality and reinforcement of this bag design, and it's just one of many incredible stories that we've seen posted to the subreddit in particular about how our backpack has performed under pressure. Um, other than that it looks like this, it was still functioning perfectly. I think some of the zippers were getting a little bit rough. I mean, they're YKK water-resistant zippers. There's not really much we can do beyond that in terms of material selection. Um, so there, there's nothing about it that, you know, by design um, was bad. Okay, hold on, hold on. I just, I'm going to just disclaim everything. Okay, yes, the carabiner issue. I do have an update for you guys on that as well. Um, yeah. Manufacturing Pretty is going one. well. We are going to be contacting people, I think, over the next... Don't quote me on this, but I think it's in the next couple of weeks. And I need to check my dock to get the... Your float plane chat is paused, by the way. I got to see it in the stream. You got to scroll down. Oh, whoops. There we go. Uh, where's, the, where's the carabiner update? Dang it. Control F, why you no work? Hey, there we go. Um, anyone with broken carabiners, our goal is to prioritize the impacted buyers first, so the people with broken carabiners. We're going to send out an email later this month to start a priority list for carabiner replacements, and we'll get you all taken care of as soon as we can, so we're expecting to be able to start shipping those in the next short while. Manufacturing there is, there is, going is well. details on that in the backpack update, so you're going to read it in a second anyways. Oh, cool. I should just not get ahead of myself. Linus was showing off some of the amazing advertised features of the bag, the reinforced top handle, the strong recycled reprieve material, then disaster struck. Oh, funny. He attempted to show off the dual layer bottom panel, which we included to avoid any situation where the bag might wear through the bottom panel after years of use, but when he cut through it, there was only one layer. We were devastated, and we know many of you were too. So there's a big, long thing. How did this happen? Short answer is our supplier made an unapproved change, and we didn't catch it in the changeover between sampling and mass production. Um, the long answer is a bit more reading, and I'm going to let you guys read through it if you're interested after the show. But in a nutshell, after many rounds of sampling of this product, um, there was, yep, one of our supplier's designers saw the dual layer in the pattern while they were making adjustments to a sample file, thought it was a mistake, and removed it. This change wasn't caught by our project, project leads at the supplier and wasn't discovered by our team when the sample arrived, probably because I took that sample and started using it immediately to wear test it, if I had to guess. Actually, that's not in here, but 
Um, that's probably that does what make happened. Sense. Yeah. Everything else about it was great. The sample was approved, and this is the version of the bag that went to production. So you can see here. Here's what our sample looked like. So we just cut it open for this investigation here. And here's what the production bag looks like. So we're super frustrated. Um, but we consider ourselves very trustworthy bros when we make mistakes, like not double checking the work. Um, and we advertise a feature, then there's no path forward for us but to take responsibility. So here's the plan, guys. Uh, we already offer a robust limited lifetime warranty on all of our backpacks that offers coverage against all manufacturing and material defects. Today, we're adding another layer to that. Get it? It's uh, pretty good. Thanks, Dan. Good. Um, Excellent. For all bags purchased before December 9th, 2023, so that's tomorrow, we are adding a virtual double-layer clause to our warranty. Uh, we don't expect many of these bags to ever wear through that single layer of the bottom material, but if yours does, we will replace the bag within standard warranty terms, so there's no coverage for you know intentional damage. You'll have to check the full T's and C's. It's still an amazing product that will serve you for years to come, and if it doesn't, we've got your bottom. Uh, your back, rather. In addition to that, because that's not enough, uh, we are offering a $25 credit for anything on LTT Store as an apology for everyone who decides to keep their backpack, which brings us to the third solution. Of course, we understand not everyone's going to be happy with this offer. And if you just plain don't feel good about the situation, guys, when we say, trust us, we got you. Trust us, we got you. Even if your purchase is outside of our standard return window, we are offering a full refund in return for anyone who is just too upset about this issue, can't deal with it, and doesn't, whatever. Just all you got to do is wait for our support team. They're going to be reaching out to all backpack buyers in the next week or so with the two options, the warranty upgrade plus $25 credit, or a return and refund. Uh, this submission proce process should be automated, but there are thousands, tens of thousands actually, of you out there. So bear with us. It may take a few more days than normal to get through the full process and send out replies. Um, oh, we also have an update on the titanium carabiners. Um, they're nearing completion. We're supposed to receive about 25% of our replacement kits by the end of December. Oh, that's great. Uh, we're going to be sending these out to buyers in waves. So early buyers should expect to hear from our team to confirm their shipping address in late December or early January. We're hoping all the replacement kits will be shipped out by April 2024. Um, we're doing this in waves mostly because we want to make sure that it's user-friendly and that there's no massive issues with the first waves before we just go and send them out to everybody. Um... I think that's pretty much all the updates we have on the backpack. And just, hey, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for bearing with us. Um, thanks for, you know, thanks for trusting us. Um, thanks for giving us the time this week, not, you know, blowing this up, making the, the worst possible assumptions, even though I think we've shown over and over and over again, we actually do care about our customers and we're trying to, we're, we're always trying to take care of you guys. Um, this is going to be a very, costly exercise for us i mean even 25 dollar credits to everyone who bought a backpack you do the math our initial order was forty thousand units we've already sold through that and more anyone 25 times forty thousand. it's a lot 
<clears throat> Any guesses on the math? It's a bunch. Are you are you gonna read? Are you done the whole thing? Are you done reading? I'm There's not gonna. I'm not gonna read the rest verbatim. Okay, sounds good. Dan, anyone? Uh, no. Uh, what did you say? How much? For, for Forty thousand units times twenty-five bucks. Anyone? That's a that's a nice round number. One billion dollars. It's not a billion. It's a million dollars. Yeah. So this is gonna be this is gonna be very this is gonna be very costly. But what I hope is that this demonstrates to you guys that we don't f around. I guess that's the bottom line of all of this. Is yeah, you know what? That's not cool. We, if we're saying that it has some feature, then we expect it to have it. But if it doesn't have it, then what you can expect is us to stand behind it anyway and for us to make good on that in the best way that we can. All right. What do we got next, boys? Oh, yeah, merch messages. Huh. Speaking, of, speaking of products, uh, a lot of you are buying them today. <laughs> poor, poor Dan. How you doing over there, Dan? I'm doing well. It's going well. Okay, excellent. Are you still staying on top of it? Yeah. Well, I guess we haven't really flagged it to the chat yet. Uh, I'll, I'll let you guys know what everyone's been buying, and then uh, what I suspect is that there's going to be a bit of a rush. Luke, have you seen this yet? Sorry, I'm trying to fix something. What's up? What's going on? Seen what? We are taking orders. They are not shipping just yet, but we are finally doing it. We are ah. taking orders for the Nocturne Edition! Ah! Either be the most beautiful or the least beautiful screwdriver you've ever seen we're going to be shipping these by january of 2024 and we worked with noctua no no actual money changed hands for this uh but we worked with noctua to ensure that our color selection met their exacting standards so you i mean you can see right in the pictures these will match your noctua fans uh we did it in two different colorways again uh because of Noctua's exacting sort of they're particular uh, we love those guys they're very particular we had some disagreements with them about you know which way it should go should it be this way or the inverse of that way and basically they went well if you want to do that one then you're just going to have to do both and we kind of went <laughs> okay uh it's a good thing though too because <laughs> it turns out that neither us nor them ended up being right the sales split so far is almost exactly 50 50. <laughs> Almost exactly. That's a pretty good way to end this. So yeah, we. Uh, how about we just agree to agree? There's a, there's a question. Is there a limited quantity? I mean, there's a limited quantity of everything on Earth, but our our intention for this is to have it be a skew for some time. So it's a long long standing. Skew. Yeah, like, this isn't like your only chance to order. Long-ish, yeah. um, and I do have something exciting for our EU folks. Is you will not only have some time to order it, but you may want to hold off. Oh. For I mean, I know, I know, I, good salesmanship right now, right? <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, we've got this great new product. Don't it's buy so it. exciting. <laughs> Don't buy it yet. Um, if you are in the EU, we are hoping to bring some inventory to a, to an on-continent retailer so you can save a bit on the shipping. Uh, we will share more details as they are available. We cannot control, ultimately, what they price it at, so they might, they might you know, make it more expensive. And so maybe you're going to eat some there. I, 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 don't, I don't know, right? Because there's two, there's two layers worth of margin that need to be accounted for in it now. But hopefully... 
That will result in some saved shipping, which is super cool. And this was also something that Noctua was quite particular about. Luke, if you want to show this off, we've got the Luke Cam. We launched a shaft extension for our screwdrivers. It is compatible Can you with. Pass me a. Oh. Yeah, sure. Here. There you go. Uh, the other side of your face. But you know what? You're doing great, Luke. Uh, that's the same side of your face. Yeah, you're doing awesome. Um, anyway, the point is that we launched a shaft extension. It's compatible with any of our standard or stubby screwdrivers, adding four inches of reach. So it's perfect for installing those tough-to-reach PC air coolers out there. Hey, it won't fit down the fin stack of every Noctua cooler. It's still a multi-bit screwdriver. So it's still wider than some of the ones that are a super skinny hole and you have to put like their one that comes in the box down, but it will work for a lot of things that you otherwise were not able to reach before. It's nice that it's not wider than the original shaft. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's okay. This is one of those products that is, um, okay. Yeah. Just keep the screwdriver, I guess. Uh, this is one of those products that is compatible with anything but made, made for, this one. for ours. Yeah. Uh, it is perfectly, exactly, <laughs> und exactly uh, the same outer diameter. Uh, the finish is basically identical. And there's one little special thing about it, and that is that the hex on the end is ever so slightly larger than usual because we know what our tolerances are for this side of it. And while generally in the industry... Um, Everyone uses kind of uh, a looser tolerance for this. In our driver, it will have less wobble than it would in someone else's. Um, it should still fit in just about anything, but it might not go to the full depth that it could into the socket of that yeah. driver, or it, or it might, you know, fit a little bit too I, tight I, I find or a whatever. Lot of screwdriver extensions yeah. end up being like wobbly or they don't fit very well or they they actually expand so they end up being wide that looks like when you first showed me that at the beginning of the show i thought we just had a long stubby like nope. i couldn't even tell it was extended oh man i don't have a lot of talking points on this thing but there are some important things to talk about we have the same strong magnet in the end of the shaft nice so this is not just a hunk of metal um, you're not going to have any compromise to your magnetic strength if you want to create yourself a, a long stubby, for example. I, th I think it's due to how the knurling works on the stubby. It really looks, it might also be that my eyes just suck, but it like, you can see the line, but because the knurling, it looks like it's supposed to be there and it just looks like it's Ooh. a really long shaft stubby. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's amazing. It it's, really blends in on the stubby. It's almost like one of the things that triggered me most. That's pretty cool. When I got into unboxing and reviewing products was opening something up from a company Doesn't and going, its own thing. wow. They never even thought to test this. Like, like uh, man, back when Antec was going <laughs> through their downfall, I would open up. I would open up a new Antec case, and I'd be like, "Oh, oh yeah, I've got like their new flagship power supply. Let me go get it." Doesn't fit. It doesn't fit in I here. I was going to specifically call out Antec. You, buy their, you know, you buy their flagship case and their flagship power supply. You put them together, and they don't. They don't work. And it's, it's, you're sitting here going, "Guys." Guys, you cross you, you cross sell opportunity, but brand synergy. What are you doing? You know, um, and so that's something that is really, really important to me. We, uh, yeah, here. Speaking of the backpack, um, one of the one of the funniest things that I think we added to the backpack was um, 
this little zipper on the pocket that's intended to be used for the screwdriver here because what we realized was it works perfectly for the screwdriver but such a long deep pocket that's so skinny is going to be impossible to get anything out of so we added a zipper just in case you drop something down there and you need to get it out <laughs> it's because we care luke <laughs> Absolutely. We just care, okay? Um, cut it open. No, I'm not cutting anything open on my show today. It's had enough. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, no, we have no plans to do a black version of the shaft at this time. S sorry, everyone. Just trying to think. Is there anything else that I need to do as a as a merch update? No, I I think that's I think that's pretty good. Um, so, so excited to finally get the Noctua Edition screwdriver out. Um, look at this. Man, just, the the team just cares, man. Like, we even have... The brown cow. Yeah, bit. look at that. We even have cute little, uh, cute little brown screwdriver bit packages. And That's stuff pretty like great. That. Yeah, I love it. All right, Dan, you want to hit us with a couple merch messages? Sure, absolutely. Let's see what we got here. By the way, how's the uh, how's the incoming doing over there? You doing okay? Doing really good. It's been uh, it's been super rock solid today. Okay, good. Any progress on a case for all the screwdriver bits, and will it include a place for the new shaft extension? We have no plans to include room for the shaft extension in it, but we are working on a screwdriver bit case that should be really nice. Um, hey guys, so excited for the Noctua edition to finally be out. I've been wanting to add this thing to my growing Noctua collection. Can you tell us a bit about what brought about the collab? Man, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I, you know what? The easiest way, the full transparency way for me to do this, because that's how I roll. You know what? I've, I've probably talked about this on WAN show before, but do you know why I don't bother lying? No. Because I'm not organized enough. <laughs> You'll forget. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even say it's too much effort. I can't keep track of my story. It's effectively the same thing. Yeah, right, like, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Obviously, guys, you know, I also have ethical and moral objections to it. But, like, man, imagine how hard my life would be if I had to, like, the amount of time I spend live on the internet or recording videos or talking to people in meetings. Imagine how complicated my life would be if I was just making everything up as I went. Yeah. It'd be terrible. Yeah. Okay, my first email to myself about it is in... Uh, it was in July, July 5th, 2022, I think. No, no, I found something earlier than that. Why is it, why is it not keeping track of where I, uh, Jacob LTT edition packaging. What is this? Oh no, this is, this is old. This is from back when we did a, uh, a heat sink collaboration. We've collaborated on products before. Um, then as now, uh, no, like licensing fees have changed hands. Noctua is Noctua takes a super weird approach to marketing in that they don't. Um, so every time we've worked with them, it's always just kind of like, Hey, I think you're really cool. Yeah. I think you're cool too. Um, we should do cool things <laughs> like they're, I don't know, man. They're, they're uh, look, I love them. They're, they're a super weird, they're a super weird company. Uh, yeah. So the first, so the first email I sent to myself, oh, was on June 30th of 2022. 
and it's to me, it's to myself and Nick, and it just says not to a colored screwdriver. And then the subject, and then the email is just um, partnership. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's not to myself. It's, it's just to Nick. to Nick. Yeah, it's just to Nick. Uh, so what a, what a what a very clear, you know, understandable instruction from a boss. Um, and then. <laughs> Oh my God, this is, this is great. Uh, hold on. Okay. I'm just, I'm just checking to make sure that I'm not leaking anyone's emails that matter. Um, uh, not, you've never done that before. Yeah, no, no, this should be fine. Nothing. To so be then here's about. my email to knock to it just to show you what bros these guys are. Let's do it. You guys down. And then this one is with the suggestion in the subreddit that happened a little bit later. Um, so we were already kind of working on it and then all of a sudden there was public demand for this there there it is so uh oh my credit user face wad for coming up with it three months later um but getting the ball rolling absolutely let's go for it so these things take time right that was september 2022 it was over a year ago but <laughs> delays happen especially with us and especially with Noctua. <laughs> so it's a match made in heaven. Um, yeah, it took us... Uh, yeah, actually, it only took us a couple of days to hammer out the basic details. Although going through this thread, I'm actually kind of annoyed because we had talked with them about carrying some of their clothing products at the same time. And apparently we never got that done, so I'm going to have to follow that up. I'm no longer CEO, so I don't get to send emails like that anymore. <laughs> partnership question mark you in <laughs> look i'm busy okay is this, is this one of those things where like taryn needs to learn from your old style no he needs to start sending shorter emails not even a little uh, taryn you, money please you want work <laughs> no capitalization we, together is, is this okay e just yeah, y e i just say 30 percent productivity <laughs> i think i do the ye thing that's he, funny he's just fun yeah. uh all right so uh sorry dan uh, one, uh i forget what the question was oh yeah how did it come to be oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that, 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 really, that really is it do screwdriver knock you yeah. up yeah <laughs> yeah bro here we are let's go <laughs> all right uh yeah oh oh uh, no hit us with one more merch message sure sure absolutely uh let's see um, as the warthog driver on Linus's team at Whaleland. <laughs> stop, 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 abort, abort. <laughs> he was toxic, and I was very bad. Very fun, and looking for more, uh, looking forward to more lands. Sounds good. I'll see you there. Hey, Wait, that was a merch message? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually have an update for you on the next whale oh, land. Oh. Yeah. So we have an ETA from the construction company. Mm. They are saying end of March. Cool. To so hopefully we are also <laughs> ready for that time. March. Line. 2025, right? <laughs> Go March. Run. Let's go. <laughs> go hey, run get, to the get it. waiting It's a, it's a joke. Room. I got it. It's a joke because March it. is like only a certain speed. Totally. Yeah, it's like two years away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, so what's the delay? Can we talk about this? Is this a meeting we can have on Wancho? What's well, going on here? We have to have infrastructure well, in place for to have a LAN. Well, what? Some network switches. What, what's the delay? Yeah, we need to get them. 
I mean, we already have them from the last whale. Then what are you even talking about? No, we need more stuff than that. There's more than just well, that. Does that borrow some network switch from the office then? What could be wrong with that? Your track history of so predicting what, so the time frames so for moving into buildings has not been particularly consistent over that. the last two years. Yeah. In fairness to me, okay. Uh, no, 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 no. Just all the time. That's my experience. In yeah. fairness, you sold to the me. one I built. In fa- <laughs> <laughs> Just as we finished it. <laughs> oh man. Sorry. Continue. Okay. Look. <laughs> I did not expect a bigger lab to A, be required immediately before we even moved into it. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was required. I and, think it was desired. And B, mm-hmm. you ask the lab team how they feel about that. They'll tell you well, required. I think, I think the scope changed. They'll tell you required. I think the scope changed. They'll tell you required. I think the scope changed. I think the community is going to be happy the scope changed. It's required. And two, two, I didn't know that that building at the end of the road was going to just become available for sale it just popped out of nowhere i didn't know good choice it was a good choice i I, like it it was one of those things where our options were that or something really far away yeah it's it's literally perfect yeah yeah Uh, we weren't expecting the ac to take so long to go Uh, uh, alex and i hugged yeah. It was it was quite the glorious moment. We felt we we I smelled the off gassing and was like, "Oh no, is the building on fire?" I was like, "Oh my god, it's happening!" <laughs> and yeah. The infrastructure team like bursted out of our little room trying to figure out what the heck was going on. Mine was positive. Yeah, we, I was like, yeah. "I know we, what this we is." We turned on the air conditioning in the lab, or well, the HVAC. So it's a heat pump. Uh, so we turned that on on Thursday, Thursday, Fra- Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we turned it on this week. And if you attended the first whale land, you will and you talked to me about the janky cooling setup that we had in there at that time because it took place in the middle of a heat wave yeah and we had to bring like like job site uh rental uh air conditioners in uh i probably told you yeah the plan is to have it up in like the next few months yeah no it took until now uh and we had just, ordered them like five months before that as well just getting stuff done with contractors, anything involving building code and permits, it just takes a long, long time. And there's certain things that we could do to expedite it, but sometimes there's just nothing we could do to expedite it. So the good news is that permits are done for for the Badminton that Center. That is good. We actually have final, final permit. We started this ages ago. Yeah. Um, so all we need is to do it. And then get final inspection, and then we should be good to host events there, like immediately. Mm-hmm. And that in terms like of, of things. in terms of running a land there, I mean, we don't need POS terminals set up. We don't need necessarily all the speakers and cameras and everything necessarily. All we need is the switches we already own from Whale Land and from LTX, and then what? A couple more switches, as long as those fiber runs between the. I feel like you would want the are? build out to be more permanent and also better. I feel like you would want the audio stuff in and working. And I mean, it's it ideal. I think you'd be upset. That's all I'm saying. What? No, so no, I'm no, saying no. we need to be ready in time. That's I all mean, I'm saying. I mean, look, we ran one in my house, and that was a blast. This can't be any jankier than that was. Your house. Oh has yeah, the that video is coming. Ooh, that video is totally coming. It's going to so be this awesome. Is another part of the. Hopefully, it's ready in time. Is you need to release the video. <laughs> Of your house land. Yeah. So that things can be ready in yeah. time. Please. We, we owe Ubiquity <laughs> a make God. good on, uh, on featuring uh-huh. their products. Uh, so that video sponsored by Ubiquity was supposed to be shot at LTX. 
There was a miscommunication. It's only like half a year late. Thankfully, Ubiquity are bros. They are as bros as we love using their products. But we owe them a video, man. But we owe them a video. No, I reviewed it today. It's great. Or not today. I reviewed it a couple of days ago. It's like, it's great. It's a great video. We packed, what was it, over 80 people by the time we were done into my house for a LAN party. It was fun. It was very fun. Whole thing powered by Ubiquity. We ran all weekend from Friday night to like... We went to like Sunday, like late afternoon, right? Or was it night? I don't remember anymore. It was a blur. It was definitely nighttime on the last day. Was that Sunday? Yeah. It was definitely nighttime. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was freaking awesome. Yeah. And what's going to be great about Whale Land at the Badminton Center is that there is no, oh, well, the landlord policy can't stay overnight or can't do multi-day event, blah, blah, blah. Guess who's the landlord, buddy? Let's go! <laughs> so we're going to have some fun if we want to put, like, you know, friggin' projectors places. We want to do whatever. We'll just do it. Yeah, see, but then that's going to have to be possible or you else know, you're going to be sad. And I don't want Linus sad, so we got to be ready in time. That's you know what I think would be a super cool tradition? This is the thing about traditions Ooh. is you got to come up with them before they exist. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> All right, fine. You talk first. <laughs> <laughs> Saying you're going to move in at a certain date and then moving in a year later. That's not a tradition. <laughs> Traditions can be set unintentionally. Look, why don't you reply to more merch messages? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, you know what would be a really cool tradition is, remember that thing we did at that LTX where everyone decorated my car? Just calm, just chill, just chill, okay? Just relax. Okay? Luke is shaking. <laughs> just relax. Okay, wouldn't it be cool if every event we cordoned off like a vertical slice of wall. No, don't do it. Can you stop for a moment, please? <laughs> okay. We get that um, that clear UV reactive paint and markers so that in daylight, you don't see it. But under UV light, you can see it. And then we have like like a decoration station and people can people can write their names so that as we host more and more of these lands, can we'll, you erase? Can you erase like UV? Ink? If you really need to, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. So so as we host more and more of these lands, like every time we could do different color because you can get orange and green and pink and blue. Well, like you wouldn't be able to do different color every time, but I think you get my point. Quite a few. Um, yeah. So oh, you could rotate though, so that they're not next to each other. Yeah. So you have like a four color cycle or something. And so if in the long term <laughs> we we like UV'd out the place so that during lands we could just go like full UV like land party mode, it would it would light up these walls for every land and then the more we have like the more the more like trophy walls we would have that'd be freaking sick having like I'm some into details like if there was some tournament or some like yeah man having like the winners or something on there would yeah. be kind of cool yeah. yeah like oh this is the this is the robot unicorn attack tournament winners of of 2024 and it would just summer. be like to all the people who come and play badminton it would they wouldn't even know it's, just it's a wall. It's just a yeah. wall. As long as it's possible to erase things, I'm down. Yeah, yeah, I think that yeah. should be fine. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But uh, and we might not do it. But I do think that we should come up with some traditions. Stuff like that's cool. Yeah. That's a really cool idea. Yeah, yeah. Just just stuff like that. Oh shoot, I really do need to turn. I think we. 
somehow managed to leave on the maximum ads on Twitch when we were memeing about that before. <laughs> Turn me to fix it. I thought you guys, <clears throat> I thought you guys watched me turn it off okay so here we're we're doing it okay. i thought you did it before the show went live okay <clears throat> what just happened i, I, can, I can hear you clicking click the mouse on, yes yeah. turn it off okay so ads are off so if they come on again then no, ads are i think ads play even if you turn ads off activate your schedule oh oh yeah like there's wait. a minimum amount of ads on twitch I think. I don't know. I think it's on the, another page. What uh, is? Is this not it? Because I specifically remember seeing that we could set it to like a billion ads. Yeah, no, that was the schedule thing. That's like here. Interesting. It's on on my page. I'm going to refresh. Okay, weird. Oh, it's off now. Yeah. Okay, so... Oh, if you guys both have the oh, control okay. panel open, I want to... Click, click on the blue. On the blue? Yeah. Uh... You know what? I'm going to let Dan figure it out. But I thought I turned it off, but you're right. Maybe if Dan and I both had the dashboard open last Maybe time, there some conflict. then there might have been a conflict. I don't think so, because no? you did it and I refreshed and then it's fine. Okay. Yeah, I really don't know. Anyway, just turn them off. I don't care. Okay. Prolonged exposure to UV lights can cause eye damage. Uh, I think that's certain ones. Yeah, it depends on the wavelength. So we wouldn't go um, whatever it was, uh, Bored Ape Yacht Club. Yeah. style yeah uh 165 nanometers when i was playing with the other day and that's the that's the blinding one <laughs> <laughs> not at work right no that was at home all right i have one here that's the normal one that doesn't cause massive eye damage i consulted your laser safety uh, officer oh nice uh, before i started sorry working what? with it no, no, Tynan. nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Tynan knows stuff about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. Uh, okay, give us give us one more. You're on more? Okay, yeah. let's see. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. NAS news, please. I've been waiting so long. Nope, none. Okay. Well, I don't know. Ask him, but probably no. It's still in development. It's probably going to be a while. Sorry, guys. Sorry. He's tuned into his phone. NAS news? NAS. Oh, that NAS software. I don't know. Yeah. I can exactly. call them. <laughs> sure. Like, do you want an update? Sure. A lot right. of people ask about it. Yeah. If it's uh, if it's kosher to do that. If not, Luke, please get that phone out of his hands. No, I think it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Well, Luke doesn't care. <laughs> no. Luke, you care about so much. It's so, not our company. He, he's a okay. money badger. He he's he's personally invested. The company is a company. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Luke doesn't, Luke doesn't care. I think hey, they're cool. Hey, um, I'm on WAN's show right now, which means so are you. Um, oh, I have Wancho. <laughs> yeah, so they want an update on the like NAS thing. I, I haven't really given them a lot of detail about it. I haven't even said your name or anything. Like, are they? But they they keep kind of hounding me about it. What 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 am I able to tell them? Is there anything I can tell them other than like you took my money and ran away or whatever? Well, Hawaii's wonderful. So tell them Hawaii's been wonderful. Oh, uh, seriously? Are you in Hawaii right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, uh, can you give us, ask everybody to please give us just a few more weeks. I'm between you and me. We are like days away from closing on this IX deal, and then we're going to be ready to announce things. And Eric actually has a proof of concept that he's ready for you to do a video on in probably about the next two to four weeks. Whoa, oh we are very, very close, and I appreciate everybody being so patient, but. We just need a little bit more time. I want to get this deal inked with IX so that we can make that announcement all in one file swoop. 
All right. Well, that sounds great. Um, hopefully that was all fine for the WAN show to hear because I told you you're on WAN show, so they know all of that now. Okay, well, <laughs> that's fine. All right, see you later. <laughs> We're very close. All right. Thanks, everybody. Okay, bye. <laughs> Uh-oh. What? <laughs> Well, that's exciting. That was, that was far more detail than I expected him to give after he said, I'm not ready to share any was detail. He, was he fully aware that he was like, you said you're on WAN show. As far as, far as I'm concerned, um, this is a single consent recording state. So, uh, they're a single, single party. Yeah. I, I, I told him, I told him, I told him. Yeah. Uh, well, there's your answer. on speaker. Okay. Uh, no, it will not be called Linas. That'd be really funny. No, it should be. It should. You should do a custom be. skin. No, they should have. You know, a they serious... got dark mode, light mode, and line ass skin. They, they have a serious name for the product. It's a good line name. Line ass is just a strawberry. It's a good name. Yeah, it's like an orange and black. There's this face everywhere. <clears throat> wow, that's uh, that's actually very exciting. I'm 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 super stoked to show you guys because I've been waiting for it to build a new NAS. There's great NAS software out there. Yeah. But my issue with it is you basically have to have a degree in f***ing around with it in order to extract the best value out of it. And I believe that most people just want to have a place that is safe, where they can copy their files, where they will be safe. They will be <laughs> redundant, and then it will be easy to make that redundancy backed up. Yeah, to ideally someone else running the same thing that is like probably in your family or a close friend or something like that. Or to a cloud service. Or that. One of those two things yeah. is great. Or, or to or yourself both. running somewhere remotely, whatever the case may or be. Or all three. Like I would, I would love to be able to, okay, as, as an employer, say like, hey, we have like lots of capacity here at work. Okay, new employee benefit. You can back up your mystery NAS thing. It's all encrypted. To our we'll target. We'll be able to see it. It will be fully encrypted. We know nothing about what's in there. We have absolutely no way of opening it. We don't it. want to. We don't, we don't want to. We super don't want to know. Um, how cool would that be? That'd be sweet. Um, and then the other thing is, these guys are experienced. They know what they're doing. Obviously, we're going to need compatibility with Docker. Um, I know that there's a lot of passion from this team for virtualization. Uh, so you can expect some of that more in the weeds nastiness. Yeah. But what cool. I've really been looking for is something that I can tell another creator. That's the one that comes up more than anything else. And I want to help them. You know, I have someone who's, you know, desperate. They've got SD cards and external hard drives all over the place. They're like, Linus, what do you use? And I'm like, man, I use an IT team. That's not, that's not, a, that's not helpful <laughs> to you. And I'm sorry. I want to be able to have confidence to say, look, build any commodity box heck i'll build one for you doesn't matter like that's that's fine the problem is the support in the longer term and we ran into this like um like mkbhd for example stopped using the nas that we sent over to him after a while because there were some challenges with using such a such an obtuse solution so i want something that i can basically just say yeah Install this on any commodity piece of hardware and then don't think about it anymore. Just copy it. Ugh. I, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to do a little shout out here, which is going to shoot myself in the foot real bad uh, because I just 
realized through my phone buzzing a bunch of times uh, that I am apparently going to get a notification for every single application that comes into this. Um, but uh, there's a new job posting on linusmediagroup.com slash jobs. And if you want to be a part of that infra team that he just mentioned to make sure all the things are backed up and all the things are working and everything's doing okay, uh, you can apply for the junior IT service technician through linusmediagroup.com slash jobs. There are also this last week. Uh, yeah, but the posting wasn't there. Oh, okay. Nice. There are also uh, the positions that were there last week, as and those postings were there, like a logistics coordinator, social media coordinator for organic, organic content and memes, a social media coordinator for short-form video, and a junior video editor. So apply away and explode my phone until I figure out how to filter that. Cool. Just delete them all. No. You don't hire unlucky people. <laughs> have you have you heard of the people that do that? Yes. They have the stack of resumes yeah, and they, they just take the top half, half and just yeah. throw them out. We don't hire unlucky people. It's, 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 it's a joke and it's also real. There are people that actually do it yeah. and there are people that joke about it. It's just messed up, man. Yeah. Yep. Yes, local only. <clears throat> wow. Anywho, um, speaking of local only, if you're local to South Korea, you will no longer be using Twitch. Twitch has announced that they will be permanently leaving with all service projected to end before March 2024 due to exorbitant network fees. According to a post by Twitch CEO Dan Clancy, Twitch will be helping Korean streamers migrate to alternative platforms. That will not work very well, probably. Um... (laughs) September last year, Twitch tried capping source quality to a maximum of 720p in South Korea, but its network fees are apparently still 10 times more expensive than most other countries, and Twitch has been running at a loss in the region. Twitch lost popularity in South Korea after restricting source quality, and they experimented with peer-to-peer models for source quality to get around that self-imposed cap back to 1080p. However... This required users to share their IPs and increased the risk of a cyber attack. Since 2016, operating in South Korea has been far more expensive for services that host and stream large amounts of video, in no small part due to the passage of South Korea's Sending Party Network Pays Law. In most countries, the receiving party pays for information that they get beamed to them through the series of tubes that is the internet. But in South Korea... Sending parties also have to pay. Defenders of the policy have argued that this means that large data senders have to pay their fair share of the upkeep of telecom systems. However, critics who have common sense note that this is effectively allowing network operators to double charge for the bandwidth that they are providing to their users. That is... uh, That is not how that works, you guys. Uh, The law also violates the net neutrality principle that all traffic must be treated the same, meaning that telecoms can negotiate wildly different prices with different companies. Notably, South Korean internet is extremely fast and extremely cheap, but it's not significantly cheaper for individual users than other Asian countries with similar average speeds. And we've got a little table of some... Wow, that's really cheap. Dang it. Why is our internet always so expensive? Oh, Canada. I mean, we have some stuff that's good. Our discussion question is, is this a fair policy? And the answer is absolutely not. This is this is just double charging. This is kind of like, how, how would I even... 
I was about to say this is like a server <clears throat> asking to be paid by the by the restaurant and by the customer. But then I went, wait. <laughs> the problem is they only really. Yeah. The, the, okay. Hold on a second. Before people get all upset about that, the problem is servers not getting paid enough. Yes. That's the actual problem, and restaurants having no incentive to change this arrangement because it allows them to advertise low prices, low prices. on their menus yeah. with, with this essentially hidden fee. 603 on Floatplane Chat goes, you just described tipping. <laughs> That's the joke. It's the kind of comments I make. It's one of, it's one of those things, man, where... It's one of those things where I, um, I can't tell, is it that people think I'm stupid? Cause I will often kind of play the straight man. Like I'll, I'll keep it, I'll, I'll keep it straight faced when I say something like that. And then, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> 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 love you guys should do a poll i got you oh man. i'm already on it <laughs> darn the absolute first person to say it was conrad <laughs> oh man all right well there you go hey Hey, look, 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 18% of you aren't losing your float plane subscriptions. That's awesome. <laughs> that would be bad for you. Yeah, actually, that would be a very stupid <laughs> thing real, to do. That would, that, would just be, that would just confirm the poll. Are hate viewers 80% of our audience? <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> hate worker. Now, for everyone who doesn't get That's it. That's probably quite common. We are all <laughs> yeah. joking. It's actually a joke. It's okay. I my feelings are not actually hurt. Man, I saw this. I saw this one comment the other day that just hurt my feelings so much. Um, for them, <laughs> come on, Linus. Uh, oh no, that's not it. Whereas, uh, it was. Oh man, it was just brutal. Uh, basically, it was like it's. It's it's cringe and misogynist when you talk about the wife approval factor of your upgrades. You know, we 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 get it. You have relationship issues, and I'm kind of sitting here going, "The f are you talking about?" <laughs> a, it's totally a thing, and wife can mean anything. I don't care what it's gender just, your it's wife just is. Partner approval, and yeah. yours is a wife. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and B, caring about the approval of your partner is not a. F relationship problem yeah that's good yeah <laughs> Jeez. it's just painful why do i read comments i know why i do it because i actually audience i care about the feedback and i can't yeah. help it yeah it's like a compulsion sometimes i think you go too far yeah probably like very much sometimes so. it makes my brain yes hurt yeah. like it's actually painful yep um, and i think it goes far beyond utility sometimes but you know what I like comments like that. Yeah, I, I just I muted them. Yeah, they're muted forever now. Yeah, because that is that is so that's an example of the kinds of bad takes that that do actually result in a shadow ban on the channel. Mm -hmm. I, it's not criticizing me or criticizing the content or you know pointing out something we could have done better. It's never something like that. It's always 
when I didn't even you're have... so phenomenally far off base that I just I don't think there's anything useful you could ever possibly hope to contribute to a conversation with another human. When I didn't even have a partner, I would yeah. consider my like roommates approval factor yeah even just because like i don't i might not have thought of some reason why this might inconvenience them and i can at least ask them about it and if they're like yeah i don't know but like you seem to care about it a lot so or send like, it even like, if usually you it's don't fine. if you ever bring someone back yeah the like hey i'm not a complete degenerate look to your domicile probably not a bad thing to consider yeah or don't like that's fine i'm just saying it's not wrong to consider the wife approval factor of a solution, all right? It's not wrong. Uh, well, what am I even supposed to be talking about right now? <laughs> uh, you're doing two topics as of 25 minutes ago. Oh, wow. How many of them did I do so far? Negative two. Nice. Uh, no, that's not even true. We did the Twitch one. Uh, we, can talk oh, about, okay. we can talk about Sam Altman having some conflicted interests. This is a pretty short one for what I flagged as a main topic. Maybe it's not a main topic. Uh, newly reported yeah. documents have revealed that in 2019, OpenAI signed a letter of intent to purchase $51 million of chips developed by startup Rain once they became available. However, in disclosures to investors this year, Rain told investors that OpenAI CEO Sam Altman was invested in the company to the tune of a million dollars. Further, Rain claimed that it might have its RISC-V-based chips ready to deploy as soon as October next year. The agreement, to be clear, was non-binding. Uh, so what, what's it like? Well, a letter of intent, I guess yeah. it would have been. Um, and an open AI spokesperson claims that they have not proceeded with the next steps of the agreement, though they are open to future discussions with Rain. And the discussion question here is, how should business leaders deal with investments within their area of expertise that are likely to conflict with their duties? Boy, howdy, would I like to introduce you to the construction industry. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Or, honestly, yeah. a massive amount of other industries. This is actually extremely common. If I remember correctly, uh, I've been told this. I have not researched this. I have no idea if this is true. I've been told that the hotels on the Strip in Las Vegas are often not profitable, but the supporting companies are, and the supporting companies are owned by the same people. And it's done that way for, like, tax reasons and stuff. Oh, that so, makes like, sense. So, like, the companies that supply the soap for the rooms, the companies that, uh, I don't know, sell the lamps to um, the rooms, whatever, that, stuff like that. That's why a company like Asus has, um, has regional offices, is my understanding. I could be wrong about this. Disclaimer, I'm not an investor. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But allegedly, this is what I've heard, um, the regional offices operate at as close to $0 net profit as possible so that all the profit essentially gets funneled back to HQ. Um, and this is done for, for tax purposes so that they're, they're not actually making money in, uh, in other regions. So um, that's why sometimes they can end up kind of stuck because they, rather than just being like a shipping hub, right, like a logistics center, they're actually a separate company, yeah. and they buy their inventory from HQ rather than inventory rather than HQ just allocating their worldwide inventories to all of their various regions. And that's one of the reasons that you will get wildly different support from one region to another because they will all have their own 
operating margins and they will all have their own sensitivity to the cost of dealing with things for customers. And these costs can be very high. I mean, we talked earlier on the show about how even at a low price of $25 per person who bought a backpack, right? So we're essentially saying, okay, here's a retroactive 10%. Sorry about that. Um, at 40,000 units, which isn't that much for a company the size of someone like, uh, you know, an Intel or an Asus or a, you know, whoever, that's a million dollars. 40,000 units times 25 bucks, that's a million dollars. It's amazing how quickly oh, yeah. these numbers can add up. Um, here we go. All right. I think I did a good job of this. Uh, Colton messaged me, um, framework laptops for standardized LMG laptops. And he basically goes, uh, what are your thoughts? They'd probably work for the majority of people who need laptops here. Jamie suggested this when I was talking to Kalanan about Asus ones. I go, they still have a couple problems that we outlined in the follow-up video, including a battery drain issue. Maybe Nirav can clarify if he thinks they're ready for prime time. Like, I wonder, just based on the timing, if this is one of the things that the board might have been misled about. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Because, like, honestly, that seems super skeezy that four years later we're finding out even a letter of intent, like $50 million worth of stuff. I don't think that's cool. Um, final email here. Hold on. I just need to make sure I can cut off anyone whose email I'm not supposed to show. Um, there you go. So money where my mouth is. This is how I handled it. Yeah. I don't know. I all, just... all I'm saying is that this is wildly common and is like how entire industries work. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, totally. So if, if, the, if this feels like a one-shot, like, wow, this is so corrupt thing, um, that's just because you see it. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I feel like there have been so many opportunities for... You and me, and you and you, and no, no, sorry, uh, for you and me and us to have profited so much oh, from yeah. our positions if we were willing to be skeezy. Yeah. Remember Linus coin? Yeah. <laughs> Drop coin. Yeah, that was the one. It only goes down. <laughs> hey, yeah. uh, freaking crypto has been rallying lately. Maybe it's time to do Drop coin. We'll be the one coin oh, that doesn't boy. go up. Yeah. Um, actually, I haven't, I haven't looked at it in the last little bit. Oh yeah, no, no, it's, uh, it's very, it's very much looking like it's going to like do the, do the thing again. So how's Dogecoin? I, I have no idea. Uh, Doge to, I don't know, 10 oh, cents. Oh, I'm still four. Or 0. 0.1. Yeah. 10 cents, 10 cents. I have to keep my job. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it went, it went up Get a bit. Out. <laughs> I don't get to go to Hawaii with the other scammers. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how the scale can sort of change your perspective on things. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, I'm to be to be. I'm still I'm still out <laughs> handle, on crypto, guys. Handle, handle backpack refunds with Dropcoin. <laughs> 
No, stop it. By, yeah. the, by the time it ends stop up in your it. wallet, it's worth less. I'm still out. I just can't handle the stress of owning stocks and owning volatile assets like uh, like like Bitcoin and whatever else. I it's, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much intensity, man. I can't handle the emotions. So I just uh, after after the memes um, with uh, with GameStop and all that. I, I'm just. I'm out, man. I even like. I even thought about it. I was like, yeah, probably it'll like rally again because people have incredibly short memories. They're like goldfish, so we're in like a bit of a trough. Uh, yeah, if I was if I was an investor, I might buy some. Uh, to be clear, I have no idea where it's going at this point. I am not giving any kind of advice, and I'm out. Right? Like I have I have no horse in this race. Um, but like, yeah, I thought about it, but then I was just like, okay, so what? I could make some money. But the stress, the like, yeah. I could also you lose be all of in it. it. Like yeah. it's, it's like a, you you have to like live it for it yep. to make any sense. Yep. I think I think a lot of the like casuals are the ones. Well, that yeah, get they're the feeders. Wrecked. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing about that's the thing about Bitcoin in particular. Because I was gonna I was gonna say you know stocks, but that's not actually necessarily the case. Everyone can make money. A company actually like makes money and can and can create, generate value. Uh, but but Bitcoin. Every one that someone sells, someone has to buy. Like it's it's that's it's that simple. We're not actually minting in the grand scheme of things that many anymore. So you look at it and you go, for every Bitcoin millionaire, there's a million people who lost a dollar, or there's a hundred thousand people who lost ten dollars. Or whatever. Or ten thousand people who lost a hundred dollars. Or one person that lost a lot or or one person who lost a million dollars, right? Like it's, do you want to know how many I lost? (laughs) I mean, yeah, 350 dollars, dollars, bitcoins. Shut up. I started in 2009. The hard drive was like, you forget about it, right? Right there at the start. You forget about it. Like, oh, this thing, you know, the guy bought a pizza with like a few thousand bitcoins. Right. But I was like, eh. You know, go back in what at 2016 when it was like 60 grand per Bitcoin. Uh, go through like 40 hard drives back all the way to for a decade, and it just nothing. So it's out yeah. there. It's out there, but I never really had it. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could start a badminton center for that kind of money. You could start. <laughs> you could start I could, one. I could go into business against you. You could start half of a badminton center. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just open one across the street. That's what, that was the plan, yeah. yeah. Just for, like, no reason well, at all. We, just, we would just partner. We would just partner at that point. Okay. Yeah, he, okay. Could, he could buy the one side, and I could do the other oh, side. Oh, nice. Dan could have the land party yeah. side. Oh, you'd probably want that. No, no it's going to really. be covered in UV paint. The land party. It's going to take the property value down. Hey! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, lordy. Anyway, right. so, yeah. It doesn't keep me up at night anymore. Mine was stolen, if that makes That is so better. much worse than what happened to me. Like, mine was just... I don't know. Mine things, yours was a lot more, but... Yeah, but I mean, it's just... It's things that... I mean, nobody would have predicted it, right? Yeah, yeah. It was fun at the start, but they were yeah. worthless. Well, people are going to say they predicted it, but the reality of it is, it really could have gone either way. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. And back then, that was worth, like, less than a hundredth of a cent. Yeah. Right? And so, why would I care? Anyway, that's my story. Goodbye. Yeah. Cool.
Uh, oh, yeah. Want to just do it now? Windows 10. Uh, sure, let's just do sponsors now. Thanks to Throne for sponsoring this week's show. We personally use Throne to create some of our landing pages that you can find in our description boxes, but this holiday season, they're doing something special. When was the last time you were part of a world record attempt? Now's your chance to get in on the action and participate in Throne's attempt to break the world record for the largest online gift exchange ever. The steps are super simple. Enroll in the Ultimate Secret Santa gift exchange at the link below, and you'll automatically be matched with another participant. Fill out your own wishlist from Thrones Gift Store or Amazon, then browse and select a gift for your match from their wishlist, or get a little creative with things. In return, you'll receive a gift from your match as well. Best of all, Throne takes care of the shipping, so you never have to share your address with your match or deal with the task of organizing everything. Head over to lmg.gg slash throne secret Santa and sign up to help break the world record for the largest online gift exchange. Enrollment ends on December 18th, so get your name in there. And who knows, maybe you'll even get paired up with one of us. I know I'll be entering. Thanks to Volcanica Coffee for sponsoring today's show. They source their beans from the finest crops in the best volcanic regions from around the world. This means that each region provides distinctly different flavors and nuances to tantalize your taste buds. As a special one-time offer for new customers, their Brazil Estate Blend is 60% off. It's a medium roast with notes of chocolate, honey, and almonds. U.S. customers could even get free shipping. So go check it out at lmg.gg slash Brazil and use code TRYUS23 to qualify. That's lmg.gg slash V-O-L-C-A-N-I-C-A Brazil with code T-R-Y-U-S-23. Thanks to Firebelly Tea for sponsoring today's show. Tea lovers rejoice. Firebelly Tea's travel mug gives you the ability to start or stop your iced or hot tea infusion anytime, anywhere. Its flow control and tapered lip make it feel like you're drinking from a traditional mug with none of the spillage. And their claim of being 100% leak-proof means you can easily just toss it in your bag if you're on the go. Also, you should check out their unique handcrafted teas too. They have caffeinated and caffeine-free options with unique flavors like chocolate mint and ginger chili. Go to lmg.gg slash firebellymug, grab yourself a Stop Infusion travel mug, and use code LTT10 to get 10% off your entire purchase. Hit me with some merch messages. Quick reminder, just because oh. I looked at my inbox for Uh-oh. a second, that oh, IT God, position no. is local. Just a reminder. Yeah. Which means you also need to be local. Yes. I thought I'd clarify that. Thank oh. you. I thought you were going to say you already have 5,000. Mm, oh, no. That was not quite scary. But there's a lot. Uh, okay. Jeez. Um, what was your favorite piece of tech news? You just made that up off the top of your head. This year. No, that's not a merch message. You just made that up. <laughs> Number 100. <laughs> Sorry, Evan. He doesn't believe that you're real. <laughs> I hope you enjoy your short, short circuit hoodie. What was your favorite piece of tech news this year? Oh, wow. That's a tough one. I mean, it would definitely have to be something... Like, I think some of the AI fails were were my favorites. AI fails. Yeah. Like, um, man, what was that? Uh, like, some of the some of the AI-generated <laughs> articles that, that publications yeah. got caught mm-hmm. just sending out on their sites, reading through some of that stuff was probably my favorite. Just the AI boom this year. Which way is this supposed to be going? Yeah. The AI boom this year has generated so much. I think that's the thing they've generated more of than anything else is fodder for people like us to just sit and talk about it and laugh at it and be amazed by it it's just been such a it's been such a roller coaster it's been such a wild ride it's it's i i'm looking forward to continuing to to watch it 
flap around like a fish out of water and sometimes go in the right direction. It's like Twitch plays Pokemon almost. It's like something good might happen this time, but it, you v- know. VCs play AI companies? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's basically like this, this game they used to play at like the Ladner, the Ladner, uh, whatever. I forget what it was even called, but my dad would always drag me there so he could bet on, um, they would put a grid on the ground and then you could bet on where the cow's going to shit inside the <laughs> pen. Like, it, it, honestly, like the, the is... way that VCs bet on startups, it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Actually amazing. That's fantastic. Let's see. Uh, I'm currently in the market for a new work laptop. I also own a Steam Deck. If I dual boot with Windows, could using a portable monitor provide a better or equivalent experience to a budget laptop? No, I really don't think so. And take this from someone who is currently daily driving a laptop that has a detachable keyboard and screen, right? So I'm using this HP whatever the crap it's called, folding thing. And the whole shtick here is that you can use it like a normal laptop or you can pull off the keyboard. He's such a fanboy of this. I I do really like it. Uh, I talk about it like at every opportunity. Pop out the kickstand, right? Right? Like that. And then just like put your your keyboard next to it and use it in kind of... um, like a like surface surface kind of mode uh as as someone who is daily driving it and loves it more often than not i do not want my computer in two pieces uh it's great when you are when you're hunkering in to get some work done man i was sitting here reviewing a couple videos replying to some emails before the show started i was the I wasn't ready to start the show yet. And he didn't tell anyone. Yeah. Well, that was a thing. <laughs> uh, anywho, I think Dan knew. Dan knew. I didn't so even know if I Dan. could talk to you. Why were you on the WAN show set? And you didn't acknowledge me, and I thought you were in a confidential meeting. I didn't notice you. He's like, is it okay? I didn't know I don't know if This I never can... happened before. <laughs> no, I emailed you. I emailed you and told you it was okay. That was after Taryn arrived. Look, here. I was turning on the set around you, being very quiet. <laughs> here, hold on. No, I, I, have, I have evidence of this. Uh, wait, why, why can't I find this? Was, Your evidence was, is going to have a timestamp. That was post our... Yeah, look. That was post our communication. You got to stop showing your email, man. It's too much. See? He wasn't sure if it was okay to your, be here. Your emails are great. <laughs> <laughs> I arrived here at like 3.30. Why would you email him and not send a message on Teams? It was, it was funny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it was really funny. He was, he was sitting right there. Yeah, uh, Terrence there, and I'm like, hey, "Can I be here?" And and he's like, oh, hold "And on. I just, I just didn't say anything." I have, a, I just, I have I a just scheduled. Came, came up uh, on my watch. This is going to mean nothing to anyone except for Linus. But I have a scheduled meeting with someone that I'm very excited to have a scheduled meeting with. That's just called Hi, and then their name. <laughs> I just named the meeting that I can't say who it is, which is hopefully going to tip you off to know who. It I is. have no idea who you're talking about. Oh well, well I tried. Yeah, I right. can't give any more context. So uh, yeah. One sec. Really? You could just bring up a notepad and type the name. Or you could do it the slow way. The very slow way. Oh my way. god, this is painful. The slowest Send way. him an email. He's Calendar's like, he's like trying to swipe to his thing. It's not even doing anything. It's like watching my grandpa try and use his phone. Oh, excellent. Oh, yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Yes, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, what, what, am I, what am I supposed to be talking about right I got, now? I got one more merch message. I think this one's for Luke to read. Mm. Number 97. In curated. Oh, you actually want me to read it, read it. Okay. I, I mean, oh, I well. want you to parse it before I'm going to read it out. 
uh, curated. If you just click on potential there, it'll close that. Oh, I'm on the wrong one. It'll close it for you. No, I never close anything. Second one down. No way. What's up? I don't know if it's actual or not. <laughs> do, do you want me to read it to I you? I mean, it is real. <laughs> you can read it or I can read it. You pick one. I don't... Uh, I don't know, dude. Why did she buy something? She bought Wait, a GPU what? ornament. Of course she did. Seriously? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to read it if you guys aren't going to read she, it, so you she better bought, hurry up. She bought something that was as cheap as possible. It's a free item. But she would also... Wait. Yeah, why did you... Oh, wait. She got a GPU ornament and she got a sticker pack with it? So she got two free items and just happened to pay $6 for it? Six US dollars. Not very good at min-maxing and shipping. She could just do a chargeback. What is this? <laughs> she just wanted the merch message. Would you like me to read it to she you? She could have bought a gift card. That would have been a better idea. That's yeah. what I expected to see. Honestly. Needs to get better at min-maxing the store. Um, I mean, I'm going to read it if no one starts reading it. I think Dan should read it. Though, I think I should read it. In yeah. his best producer voice. <laughs> I get comfortable here. <laughs> get some near field in there. Oh my god. For Luke, a haiku on our anniversary. Nine years together, you spend tonight with Linus. Goo to the wan streak. Thanks for the Pizza Hut high five that changed my life for the better. Love, Emma. <laughs> Maybe just do all merch messages like that. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. That reference is going to make no sense to anyone, and I don't think I'm going to explain it. Pizza Hut high five. I mean, is that a sex move? <laughs> I almost got I think I got him Did he spit? No <laughs> The pizza high high five Is that what you called the, the chicken dish? Is that its name? <laughs> I almost killed him though Oh poor oh guy Oh my god oh, I was so close <laughs> So Oh man that was very close I can like feel it Like it almost happened But just not Not quite I'm Ooh. gonna get you Someday Not <laughs> today Um no, we we dated oh, no. back in 2012, way back when I was working with Linus. Actually, yep. um, I had to try to explain my Sorry, job. Is there a way back that you didn't work with Linus? Yeah, like, that's, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I just was referencing like I I was technically working with you at that time, yeah. but it was back at NCX. Yeah, I tried okay. to explain my job, and it was confusing <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But we didn't date for very long, um, and then yikes, we yeah we separated for I think it was like two ish years. And then we got back together and we went on one date and it went well. And we went on a second date. And then at dinner, I very untactfully was like, so like, what is this? What are we doing? Because like, we already <laughs> dated before. That's the most I, Luke I, thing to say ever. <laughs> and I was like, and I don't probably know. in exactly that tone. <laughs> so like, what is this? Like not, not adversarial at all. <laughs> You are a lucky man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because, like, I didn't, I had never dated someone twice before. So I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do from here. I don't know what we're supposed to do. Wow, this guy with, I was like, like are, Chuck. are we like, <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Oh my God. Wow. Uh, that was not the point. It's like the opposite, actually. Um, anyways, anyways, anyways. So yeah, I was like, are we are we like oh, dating man. or what's what's the deal? And then at Boston Pizza, they have these enormous tables. 
<laughs> they're like actually huge. So after I asked this question, and then I don't remember exactly how it went, but it was like effectively yes. It would have been like super awkward to like get around this enor- like slide along the thing like four or five times, get around the table, and then like whatever. So we just high fived. <laughs> So let's see, let's see, Luke's, Luke's claim for this is uh, he puts ham on the outside of a chicken breast and he high fives his, his partners. <laughs> I have so many, I have so many things to, to learn from you. It'll be a super short book, but boy, will you ever succeed in love. <laughs> yeah. So. Gosh, it, I mean, it worked. It okay. worked. Okay. Nine years. hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Here's yeah. a conversation. Congratulations, Luke. Thank you. Yeah. As someone who also uh, has a complicated start date to their <laughs> current relationship, where do you count from? From the high five day. You guys count from high five so day. So this is nine years from high five day. Okay. So you don't count whatever time period took place before no, that. Okay. No, okay. No. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm actually not sure which date it begins at. I just know which... Um, yeah, okay, so Emma was Emma was saying happy anniversary two days ago, because that was the the first return date, and I was like, you know, we don't get two. <laughs> that's, not, that's not fair. Yeah, straightforward communicator. <laughs> that's not fair, that doesn't work. <laughs> really, tell me how you feel. Well, it's just, yeah, no, we, we have one. This is today. Adorable. Yeah. Yeah, that... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm on Wan Show until she's going to be asleep. <laughs> I mean, that's on her. If she's not willing to stay up. <laughs> they get pretty late sometimes. <laughs> I don't think that's her fault. And you do know that he's still going to play Super Checks, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> We're doing actual stuff uh, on Sunday. All right. To be clear, I know. I'm not that commenter that's like, you clearly have relationship issues. She's sending a merch message on Wancho because it's cute, not because she's actually furious. Yeah. I mean, she might be actually furious, but that's not why she's sending a merch message. No. Call her live? Oh, I don't know. Oh, boy. I'm down. I'll call her. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I wonder if her recount. Will do you know be what any she's? Different. Do you know what she's in my address book as? <laughs> no. <laughs> Go ahead, take a drink. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I know a lot of Emmas. When I entered her name in here, I didn't know her last name, <laughs> so I put Emma in brackets. Luke's one. <laughs> There is there is other Emmas under it, which is that's very funny. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> oh boy! Hello. What's up, Planty Time? You're live on the Wan Show. Oh hi! Hold on, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna move this so I can get you a little closer. Uh, I don't know oh, the hi. people the people wanted us to call you. Um, uh, I, the people. Yeah, I Did think. They demand? Yeah, I think they wanted us to apologize. I think they wanted Luke to apologize <laughs> for missing your anniversary tonight to keep the streak that alive. Very unlike Luke. <laughs> oh no! I no like I, like I, I said it was the people who wanted it, not Luke. Oh okay okay yeah. Yeah, it makes way more sense now, right? Yeah, absolutely. Would absolutely. Luke have noticed? No, God no. <laughs> <laughs> he hates anniversaries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, boy. 
going. All right. Well, he's already beat Red, so I uh, think you've um, you know, mission accomplished. Do you yeah. want to you give your version of the high five of how that happened? Huh? Do you want to give your version of how the high five happened? How the high five happened. Um, so we oh boy. had one date and it was great. And we agreed to meet up like two days later for date number two. Mm-hmm. We watched the movie. In. Date was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. Wow. Yeah. Watched Creative. Movie, he pulled out all the stops. He watched Hut. a movie in Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Luke. Sat across each other in the booth. And, um, and Luke looks at me directly and says, so what is this? <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, I told him, or he said, we said some variation of like, I guess we're dating now, or like, let's do this, some version of that. And then the booth is just enormously, awkwardly long, so we high-fived across the table, and uh, that was the start of being boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. (laughs) Any story that ends with good times was not that good of a time. (laughs) I noticed the review of the first date was great. Both of you said that. Nobody gave me a review of the second date. Yeah. Yeah. Date one, we sat across from each other. See, we're talking about date one again. into, like, kids, politics, religion. We went, we did everything that everyone says not to do. It was discussion day. It was heavy discussion day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which, I mean, I'm actually all for it. Everyone says don't do it. I'm all for it. If you're going to run into a wall that you can't pass, you might as well do it right away. Mm. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks, Emma. (laughs) No Luke's worries. One. Enjoy, uh, enjoy Luke on our anniversary. I hope you guys have a great night together. <laughs> we will. Okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> I get to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great. <sighs> um, cool. <clears throat> Very cool. Uh, one more merch message, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's do an actual one. Uh, let's see. Uh, hmm. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Linus, you've said in the past that you buy physical media and keep it in your attic. Is that still true? If so, how big is your collection? It's still aspirationally cr- true. I own a lot of the <clears throat> media that I have copies of. Like I said, there's no point in me lying. I might as well just be fully transparent. Uh, one of the tasks on my assistant's to-do list is to go through my library of digital copies of things and make sure that I have a physical copy to back it up because I'm lazy. That's amazing. Uh, but it, I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> yeah. I was very happy to see. I bought some Japanese Switch games when I was in Japan yeah. because they play in English, and I was happy to see that they worked offline. At least one of them did. Oh, yeah, I didn't good. test all of them. but I mean, now DRM's in just like everything. Um, well, like it also didn't like require a, a download when you put it in. Like sometimes they're not even real. And yeah, I was happy it was real. Sick. Um, <laughs> Kelly138 says, I need to pay an assistant to do that for me. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, Game Grime says, if you buy a movie from Prime Video, do you feel okay about getting an offline copy? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say that that's... <coughs> That's over my limit. Um, I, I've known people that are like, well, I pay for a Netflix subscription, so I'll just download anything that's on Netflix. And the problem with that is that Netflix tracks the watch time. And so if you're pirating those shows, then they are not getting credit for their watch time and they might not get renewed and the cast and crew might not get paid. So it does need to be some kind of one-time purchase if you want to own the media sort of for, for me from like a from from a from an ethical standpoint um 
everyone has their own line, and that's something that I think a lot of people have misunderstood about my talks about this in the past. Is I'm not saying your line should be here, your line should be there. I'm just saying spades are black and shaped like spades. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Last last merch message for now, and then we'll do a few more topics. Oh yeah, sure. Um, your approach to bad merchandise is outstanding. Be that as it may, will the backpack manufacturer help defer some of these warranty costs at all? Um, all right. Why don't we do full transparency WAN show? Uh, we don't know yet. Yeah. Um, our sincere hope is that they will contribute, given that they played a very significant role in this. Um, I mean, f***ed up is really the only way to put it. Uh, the problem, though, is that in business, for most people, everything comes down to numbers. And like people keep trying to talk to me about the numbers of this thing. And I keep telling them it doesn't matter. And they're like, no, but it matters. And I'm like, right. In what way? And they're like, well, cash flow and P&L and all this stuff. And I'm like, right. But like, why do I care? And they're like, well, because cash flow and P&L and all this stuff. And I'm like, right. But does anything about this number change what we're going to do? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay. Then I had a very similar conversation to this recently about a totally different topic. But like, yeah, the like, does this matter affect anything that's going to happen moving forward? No. Then why does it matter? Are why we are doing? we even talking about yeah. it? And it's yeah. like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, but this is one of those things. I mean, we talked about this a little while on the WAN show where it's like, no offense, but I've already, I've already got the answer and I would get in trouble for this in elementary school all the time. I already have the answer. The answer is whatever it is, literally nothing else affects it anymore because the answer is already the answer. So why don't we move on? And instead of worrying about, you know, what our losses are here or whatever else, whatever other impact this is going to have on the business, why don't we spend time making <clears throat> knock to a screwdrivers to sell or making videos to sell to our, our sponsor partners doing something useful to offset the bloody loss instead of sitting here counting it. It's like, and you know what? Look, it's people's job to do I, I these I was going to say, I do think you still need to count it. Someone needs to know. Yeah. But I don't need to know. Yeah. The decision for what we're going to do is already made. And we do need to manage the cash flow in our bank accounts. We have never bounced a paycheck. And damn it, I don't intend for that to ever happen as long as I'm at this company, even whether it's CEO, CVO, janitor. It doesn't matter. The point is that that's not something that Chief you know, we consider to be acceptable. Um, but grand scheme of things, this changes nothing. If we had to eat every single backpack, we would. And I told people that at the beginning. That's what I said from the very beginning of the whole stupid warranty debacle. It's like, look, guys, I cannot afford to not do good by our community. And then everyone was like, basically demonstrated why. And it was like, see, he wasn't going to do it. And I was like, what? What are, you, what are you even talking about? What you're doing right now is exactly what I've always known would happen if I actually did anything. All you got was like a whiff that something bad might possibly happen at some point. Yeah, he's not Logan Paul. He can't just keep doing it over and over and over yeah, How again. does that work? I have no idea. I don't get it. I don't either. Why does he even want to do it over and over again? I mean, it's working. Oh, that's true. Uh, anyway, 
So what are what am I supposed to be talking about right now? Right. So for most people, though, business is numbers. And the risk when you go to someone like a manufacturing partner is that they will look at the numbers and they will go, well, holy shit, this cost to fix this up is greater than the amount of money we could ever hope to make on this partner. Time to ghost. See you later. So we have to figure out as part of our philosophy of being good partners, we have to figure out a way to work together to come up with a solution that makes sense for all parties involved. And in all honesty, other than this up, which is what I'm going to keep calling it, They've been doing good. The quality of the bags is great. Very I was good. I was looking at the return rates for them. They're so low. There is a reason why no one noticed until you stabbed it. That's a whole... Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's that's a whole thing. Even the mining shaft guy didn't go through. It wasn't an actual hole. No, it was I... just I, a wear mark. I, it was hard. It was hard to <laughs> cut the hole in the bag. Oh, no. I mean, uh, it was referred to as a hole originally. Oh, the like, yeah, the no, spot. it was just a scuff. It's just a scuff. It's yeah. not a hole. I had to I had to work <clears throat> at embarrassing myself last week. It yeah. was awesome. You did great. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I got one. He, he's, he's had a lot of practice. <laughs> so, so this was one of those things where, you know, we've got to figure out, okay, well, how do we work together to continue to work together? But have you at least contribute to this problem? So one of the first things we did was we put a stop on a wire that we had out for something that we are ordering from them. Um, I've made it very clear to the Creator Warehouse team that as far as I'm concerned, I'm willing to hold our notebook uh, our notebook sling ransom. That's ready for order. But I'm willing to hold that order ransom in order to give them some incentive. Like, hey, look, um, you guys... Here, there is money that you guys will be continuing to make from us immediately if all you do is, you know, engage with us on this, help us with this. You got to give people a reason to care for the most part. Um, and so we're going to negotiate. We're going to figure out what makes sense. We do believe that they should be covering a portion of this. Um, but, you know, there isn't unlimited money. And so you just have to kind of look at it. You have to go, okay, like what approximately is their margin here? What could they possibly afford to absorb before they just look at this relationship and go, this isn't worth it, and they walk away? Um, so, yeah, uh, they, I believe, will. So far, they have acted in good faith um, about previous f***-ups, like the carabiner issue. I, I believe they are going to be helping us with coverage on that. So we'd like to see continued help. We'd like to continue to work together. It's a good product. It's still selling well. Like it's, we're, we're still selling tons every day right now, even with this active controversy. And it's, it's actually been kind of refreshing. Um, I've taken a lot of flack for, you know, my supposed um, evil business practices or whatever. Um, and it's been cool to see how people actually see it. Um, you know, you've got this tiny minority this extremely loud minority that manages to punch through what is overall a really positive really supporting community and you can see that in just the traffic on the store you can see that in people just going yeah i don't give a fuck i'm order backpack anyway um and yeah so thank you thank you very much it really is a good product we got it we'll take care of you um and hopefully we will be taken care of in kind by uh by our partners as well but if not i've said it before i'll say it again 
we will eat every single one of them if it comes to that. Like this is not a two bit operation anymore, and we can't we can't act like one, right? We have to we have to stand behind what we're doing. So we're never going to take a risk that would that would bury us, that would get us to the point where we couldn't afford to make right. Wants what? A newsletter Boxing Day deal? Thing? Yeah, I got a message here from <coughs> Nick saying uh, he wants you to talk about the upcoming newsletter and Boxing Day deal. Oh, uh, upcoming newsletter. Oh, we have a ton of awesome newsletter content coming in the next few weeks. Upcoming topics. Oh, talking about Apple leather. So the uh, material ah, that the Lux version of the bag is made of. Um, full teardown of the mining backpack from last week. He says this is awesome. They apparently took it completely apart compared to a brand new one. And because we were looking for wear points, right? Like we're trying to figure out how to make it even better. Um, oh, do I really want to talk about this? I'm not going to talk about this. A sneak peek of our precision screwdriver coming next year and an exclusive discount coming on Boxing Day. You will want to sign up for our newsletter. You don't want to miss this stuff. Uh, sign up is in the footer of lttstore.com. I'm just going to head over there and I'll show you guys exactly where to click. Uh, this newsletter will contain deals and product announcements and all of that. But one of the things that I've spoken with the team about extensively is that I expect our newsletters to be, we are a content company. I expect our newsletters to be content. And if there isn't something educational and cool in there, then we have, I shouldn't say we're never going to send just like, Hey, a product launch update, but in general, you should expect to see interesting educational content, just like with the rest of everything that we do. So subscribe to our newsletter, you enter your email right there, and then you will be subscribed and it will be awesome. All right. What do you want to talk about, Luke? I feel like I've picked all the topics today. Uh, I left you some good stuff. We might as well get through the AI thing eventually. You want to talk about GTA 6? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. I don't know what there is to say. Where's the topic? No, no, it's boring. Let's do the AI one. Okay, cool. Go watch the trailer. It looks cool. You'll be able to play it on consoles only. Um, yeah, sick. So I guess while the console people are waiting till 2025, we'll get it 2027? Six, maybe? Six, yeah. maybe? Yeah, I'd say a year is probably... How long was the last one? I don't remember. I still haven't played GTA 5. GTA 5. It's a good game. Yeah, yeah, I, I've heard... I'm never What's into up, the D? the online stuff, but I I really like the single player. Yeah, apparently the yeah. online stuff is super good. And yep, it's just not really my thing yeah. so much, but people love it. You don't like role playing? <laughs> <laughs> not tonight. So no, we still got forty minutes till after. Two. Oh, Luke, too soon. Still got forty uh, minutes till after dark. You guys keep it together, okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. GTA 5 was released September 13 for the September of 2013 for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 and November wow. 2014 uh, for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One and April 2015 for we Windows. Might wait two years. Then again, we're not right on the cusp of a new console generation right now. So, I mean, they could do a mid-cycle refresh. There's been rumors all over the place. And as far as I can tell, nothing really prevents it anymore now that they're just computers. computers yeah. Hmm. Interesting. All right. What else we got? 
Um, you want to talk about this week in AI, right? Yeah, let's go through it. Google Gemini. Google has launched its new LLM model Gemini in Nano, Pro, and Ultra flavors. They claim the latter beats GPT-4 on 31 out of 32 common AI benchmarks. That's a pretty uh, bold claim. If I remember, the one they didn't beat them on was like generally useful or something. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't remember what it was, but I remember reading they, the line and being like, on that, that's going to be most people. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if there's a link to it or anything, but you can find the chart. They say which ones they beat them on and they uh, show the percentages and everything. Um, Gemini is also natively multimodal, having been trained directly on text images and video, so it won't need plugins to interact with those formats. However, Gemini's very impressive multimodal demo, showing it responding in real time to spoken prompts, has turned out to be staged. A Google spokesperson (laughs) told Bloomberg that the model was prompted with still images and text. Gemini Pro is now powering Google's Bard chatbot. Ultra will replace it sometime next year. So can I just say that I just assume that any demo that Google does with Assistant and natural interaction is complete bullshit ever since they... Man, I'm trying to think. Um, I'm trying to think when I completely lost any faith that it would be anything like the product that actually exists on my phone. Um, the appointment one came across particularly egregious, like imagining for a second that like it was going to be able, maybe your calendar and I don't know, maybe, maybe this is just a me problem, but is anyone's calendar so simple that it is actually faster for you to say, call and book an appointment at this time and there will be no back and forth? And there will be no complications if that time is not immediately available at the place that they called. Like, I just, I'm looking at it going, yeah, what if that time's not available? And so what? My AI is now playing messenger with me about what other times. Like, I don't put absolutely everything. Are you guys all so conscientious? You put absolutely everything from every waking moment of your day into your Google Calendar? Like, I just, uh, how? I just don't really understand. Um... Oh yeah. Okay. So the the um, the thing that it lost on was common sense multiple choice questions. Oh okay. Which I think is like that's kind of key if you're going to ask it questions. Yeah. Um, and then like the, that other one that's we've talked about this a fair bit recently just because AI has been in the news so much. But that that camera that you were just supposed to like put places and it was supposed to AI take pictures of important things. And I was like, I watched that video. I'm like, how could how could anyone? possibly think that this is working at all and then it didn't work at all <clears throat> like yeah what what is even what is even surprising like i still can barely dial a phone number yeah the gemini demo like as i was watching it i was like this is not like obviously no yeah and to be clear i didn't, I didn't know that it wasn't video camera picked up mm-hmm. but i was like yeah, it's not real time obviously this is produced. This is staged. Um, e- even if it is real time, these would be questions that it was like heavily pre-trained on specifically. Like for some reason, Gemini is really good at detecting ducks or something. Like it's, it yeah, they would have played into it. Of course. Why wouldn't they, to be completely honest? I don't know. All they right, did well, it a little bit more than I expected. But like, So to be yeah. clear, this is still stupid and Google shouldn't do it, but... 
I just don't know why anyone is surprised at this point. And if Google ever wants to change this reputation, they're going to have to start presenting realistic demos. Who are they, who are they demonstrating to? Because right now it just feels like they're demonstrating to shareholders. And they're trying to, trying to like... We're not falling behind, guys. Trying to sneak one. Yeah, they're trying to slip one by and go, no, no, it's like, it's really, really good. Google's still cool. And there's some arguments to make there. We don't like, just close companies down. If everyone... <laughs> If everyone else is, you know, playing the same smoke and mirrors game, then yeah, in fairness, I guess Google, you know, can't appear to to, to Wall Street like they're falling behind or or whatever. <clears throat> but like at some point, aren't they all going to get in trouble for misleading investors? Like maybe they should just take the take the high road. Just an idea, free of charge, Google. Handyman says stock was up five percent yesterday. Yeah, see, this is like yeah. yeah. Uh. But, I mean, the news yesterday, a lot of people were massively overreacting in a positive way to Gemini. It's like, oh my god, Google is back. Google stomped on OpenAI. And it's just, they just watched the video and fell for it. Which is going to become a much bigger problem in the era of AI stuff. This is like people who saw Tesla's announcement that every shipping car starting today is going to be capable of full self-driving. And, like, I remember I was talking to, a, like, a Tesla fan p- person in my life a little while back, and I was like, they still believed it. And I was like, dude, why? How could you possibly believe that? If you knew anything about computers and what they do and how they work and how powerful they were with the technology we had at that time, even if Tesla's processor design had them a full generation let's be generous let's say two generations of performance ahead of what anybody else was shipping and when i say anybody else i'm talking people who were actually serious about ai not just randoms like i'm talking nvidia if they were two generations ahead of of nvidia they were nowhere near close to being able to handle every edge case and unless this thing can handle every edge case why am i putting it in control of my car and now, I don't, I don't know, now that they just send poop emojis to the press instead of <laughs> answering hard questions, um, I, 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 I don't know if Tesla has ever acknowledged that hardware platform, whatever it was, is not going to be capable of their completely autonomous driving like they said it would. Like, how much are people going to get for this class action? I don't know. Not enough, probably. Probably not enough. Yeah, it'll probably just all go to the lawyers as usual. I'm interested because as Handyman is is saying, they are actually quite far behind on production because the, the thing that they were trying to show off isn't even available yet and won't be for a significant period of time. Are you talking about Google now? And, yeah. and ChatGPT4 was announced and in production a long time ago at this point. In the scale of this AI stuff, yeah. it was a long time ago. So. It's an interesting concept. Uh, Scar Glamour in Floatplane Chat said, uh, I was on a web call with Google over AI in my industry. It was literally two hours of, please God, know that Bard still exists. (laughs) Which sounds quite likely. I had, this is off topic, but I'm going to vent about it anyways. I had a call with a company. I'm not going to give any more details than that, and I'm not going to give enough for you to guess because I don't think we'd get there. Uh, but I had a call with a company this Bethesda. week. No. Uh, I had a call with a company this week where we had to renew a contract. Boston Pizza. And their email was like, we need to set up a call because we need to renew our contract. Neopets. And I was like, okay, sounds good. Uh, we sit on the call. Near the end of the call, and like it really feels like we're wrapping up. We're going through the standard rigmarole. Here's your 
new customer success manager. Here's your new this person. Here's your new this person. Here's your new because you get new ones every time because people are moving through the company and they're like, I'll be with you moving forward. And I'm like, sure, because I'll see a new one on the next call. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> but whatever. Um, but near the end of the call, I'm like, hey, we're finally going to get to the contract portion. And the main person running the call is like, all right, now we'll we'll book the next call so we can do the uh, the contract. And I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, and they're like, yeah, I think I know who this is. We, we can talk about this other stuff first. And I was like, nah, let's just book that. And I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> like what's, what's happening? This call was to renew the contract. No, really different company starts with the same letter. That is exactly how all of those calls go, though. Yeah, okay. So, so it wasn't them, but... Okay, so it was a good yeah. guess, at least. Yes, it was. All yeah. right. <sighs> it's so annoying. Just, I like, I don't care. Just email me my list of currently updated contacts. Can you tell he's not a people person? <laughs> It's like, you are a number to me. <laughs> but like, it's, it's You not, are a number in a revolving door. <laughs> that's the problem. I couldn't care less. If it was actually the same yes. person all the time, then fine. But we get assigned these people yeah. in these roles. We get new people no, I hear every you. six to 12 months. Like, I, I had no problem building. We don't even have problems that often. I had no problem building relationships with people back when I, back when I was a buyer. Like, yeah. I actually had to handle, you know, like... Uh, maintaining relationships with people which is not something that is my specialty in fact one of the core one of the core philosophies of linus media group or one of the one of the foundational sort of um i don't know plans let's call it a plan was that i would just be so product driven that whether people liked me or didn't like me or had heard of me before or whatever the product would be so good that it wouldn't really matter what they thought of me personally, they would just engage with us because it's a good product. And, and it's, you know what, it's not actually a terrible way to go about running a business. It's not the best way, you know, going back to the whole conflict of interest and like, you know, backroom deals and inbred industries and all of that, that that's, that's a way to get ahead a lot faster, but build a great product and they will come is also tried and true. And, um, the reason for that was because I'm not really a people person. I, 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 I talk a good game, but I'm actually on my own time, not, I, I've worked hard at it, but I used to be very awkward, um, especially in groups. I could be very shy, um, I, I I think this is one of those things where like uh, Mr. Beast is kind of like my spirit animal because he's the same way on camera. <clears throat> he's like the most outgoing guy ever. But you you talk to him, he he would much rather talk to people one on one than be with uh, with an enormous group. It's Absolutely. one of those things where he's been yeah. a lot of YouTubers that I've met are like that. Were people who got to the point where large groups of people wanted to hang out with us by sitting in a room by ourselves talking to a camera. And so it's one of those things where I'm always kind of blown away when I meet other uh, particularly successful YouTubers and I go, holy crap, we're just cut from the same cloth, like all of us. And it's because we all started out at least in the, at least in the old days, right? Like nowadays people w aspire to be YouTubers, but that's not really how it started. Um, so whenever, whenever I meet OGs, it's like, yeah, because you're like me because you started out just like 
with this being your way of talking to the world, this was kind of the only way you could do it. <laughs> um, anyway, I forget where I started with this. Um, what am I talking about? Something. This happens. Nobody no knows idea. anymore. No. Help me out, Floatplane Chat. Um, what was the point of this? I derailed us from Gemini. Yeah, that doesn't help me. I started talking I, Luke about a people person. Oh yeah, right. I'm not a people person. Right, 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 right. Thanks, Dan. I knew you were here for a reason. No, he's doing great. Um, I'm so, just a number to so Luke So that was anyway. that was the key. <laughs> but back when I was at NCIX, I had to do it. I had to do the whole schmooze thing. I had to like go to parties at CES and you know sit there awkwardly while other people drank alcohol because I don't drink. That one sucks. It, yeah, it's a, it, you know what. I don't even find that it sucks anymore. I'm just like kind of over it because um, it's it's the tech industry. Like some people get like really wasted and uncomfortable and weird. Yeah, but most don't. Most it's don't. The, mostly a bunch of geeks. The which only is great. thing that bugs me is the insistence that you must also partake. It's like relax. Yeah, I just started using the allergy excuse for alcohol too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. Good. Yeah. I just I break out in a rash. You wouldn't like to see it and. Yeah. And you especially wouldn't like to see it because it's on my ass and I'll have to show you like you can, you, you can shut it down with humor. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, but these are like coping strategies, right? This is, that's not the kind of thing that comes naturally to me. Um, I've heard now in our age bracket, the fun one is to just say that you're sober or you're, uh, recovering. Yeah. 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 I, I've had that one suggested to me. <laughs> the problem is that then people ask you about your journey. Oh yeah, me too. And, oh, and no. I, yeah. oh no. And then you're outed. <laughs> yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so I just don't want to do that. Um, so yeah, I've I, never used it, but I, I used to do the whole like, you know, relationship building with reps thing and I don't mind it when people actually stick around like some, yes, some of, some yeah, of my absolutely. OG contacts in the industry, you know, like love, love cliff from MSI or whatever. Right. Yep. But they're the people that, you know, the company manages apparently to, to treat well enough to keep them in that position. They're the people that are passionate about what they do, that they want to stay in that position. Um, my thing is like, it's just such a revolving door and that it can it's, be. it's most common that I've never even, like I was introduced to this person. We never talked again. We never emailed back yes. and forth. And then I'm introduced to a new person and I'm like, okay, and this is the only time I'm ever going to interact. And those you. ones, I would get a hard time sometimes about like not going out for dinner with them. And I'm just, I'm sitting here going, these guys reassign me a new rep every six months. Yeah. Why bother? Yeah. I would actually rather just enjoy a meal in peace. Yeah. Like put on a TV show on my phone, put in my headphones and sit and eat and get some peace and quiet because I've worked enough today. And I don't consider the social aspect of work to be social. I consider it to be work. Um, yeah. And that doesn't mean it can never be fun. It can be fun and it can be something that I would prefer to do. And I mean, it can even be social, especially these days. But back when it was like, almost exclusively hanging out with people two to three times my age, it was a little bit more of a stretch. Like, I don't mind hanging out with LMG people. I don't necessarily consider that to be work. I actually do it because I like it. Sometimes I uh, don't get to do it, and I wish I was doing it. Like, the writer writing department has our, um, has our quarterly, our quarterly get-together tonight. They always book it on Friday, those f***s. <laughs> I can somehow never make it, because I'm somewhere guys um but anyway back then i definitely had a very very different take on it and i just wanted lmg to be all about focus on the product and people will have to kind of they'll email me um sometimes it happens by accident though like you know dbrand for example we have 
I, I would consider, you know, I have, I have friends at dbrand, you know, it's, it's, it's not just like transactional, you know, here is sticker. Thanks. Give money. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. What else are we talking about? Uh, okay. Sorry. I'm dealing with something. What are you even, what are you even doing over there? He's, I'm he's trying here. to figure something out. He's, he's present. He's, if it helps at all, Emma, he's just as here as he is with you. <laughs> I'm doing actual work. I'm doing actual work. What does that even mean? What kind of thing to say is that? You're saying I'm not here. I'm saying I'm doing work. Just, you know. Right. So he bailed yeah. on me just like he bailed on you. This is our oh only socialized time. Goodness. That's your fault. Don't even. Don't even. Oh my goodness. Wow. Um sheesh. McDonald's quote ask pickles. Honestly, I have no idea what's happening. Uh Google is helping McDonald's create a chatbot named Ask Pickles. Huh. To help employees troubleshoot problems and push customers to buy more food. Mm, a little bit questionable on that last bit. So um, if there's a pause in the conversation, <clears throat> do you hold the pickles? <laughs> Where's my bell, Dan? There it is. <laughs> oh, man. In return, McDonald's will give Google access to customer data from its apps. Of course they will. Oh, okay. McDonald's has been experimenting with automated voice orders since 2019. They spurred TikTok memes back in February due to order bots replacing Diet Coke with nine iced teas. What? And added butter and cream packets to an order of plain ice cream and interpreted a request for 20 chicken nuggets as a request for 220 chicken nuggets. Oh my goodness. I'm into the last one. Let's go. Let's it knows go. what I really want. Dude, that's that was our first uh was that the was that the was our Christmas first company party? company Christmas party essentially yeah, yeah it was, was it just a pile of chicken nuggets because they were on sale. It was a first anniversary sort of um Let's do this, boys. Yeah. I don't know if Yvonne is ever going to forgive me for us doing that without her. <laughs> it was just spur of the moment. It was like, we're in CES. Let's do one nice meal. And it kind of became, It wasn't you know, whatever. really an actual, like... Yeah, but it, like, became that when we did it again the next year, and she also wasn't there. That's true. I wasn't going to bring that one up. <laughs> yeah. We do it right now. Yeah, we do, we, we do it up now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. Christmas party's friggin' awesome. Uh, but yeah, that's that's McDonald's Ask Pickles. We're moving on. We're going to Grok now. Uh, the beta has rolled out to all X Premium Plus subscribers in the U.S. Um, do, wait, do not use if you hate humor? What is it? This is on their actual that's site. In the, that's on the site. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to call that cringe. I think that's cringe. I think that's cringe. I think that's cringe. Okay, Boomer. All right. I don't know. Is that cringe? I think that's cringe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's cringe. I think that's cringe. Moving on. Meta AI. Meta started uh, publicly testing... The more based you think you are, the more cringe you actually are. (laughs) Yeah, you have to be called based by an external party. Um, (laughs) It's like like a a nickname. You can't give it to yourself. You can't decide you're cool. Yeah. You have like an external review board. And your mom doesn't count. (laughs) You're very based, son. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Mom. You mean a lot to me. Cringe. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Uh, Meta started publicly testing more than 20 new features of its Meta AI assistant, including a free image generator called Imagine with Meta AI hmm. and a language translation tool that maintains the speaker's vocal style called Seamless Expressive. 
They also showed off their updated uh, relightable Gaussian codec avatars. Very cool. Uh, for VR slash AR, it's even better than before, and it's wild. Let's take a look at that. I'm trying to sign into Facebook right now. I thought I was signed in on this computer, but I evidently am not. And it will take me a spicy minute to get signed in because I love insert current year. Okay, hold on. And how easy it is to sign into anything ever. Okay, what am I looking? Excuse me, what am I I looking at? I think this is AR person through the glasses, and then that's AR person on a monitor. So I'm going to do it again. AR person through the glasses... Accurate at the hair strand level? AR person on the monitor. Wow, that is pretty That's actually cool. insane. And then I just honestly don't even know what we're looking at anymore. Wow, that's a recreation, isn't it? That's nuts. That's crazy. Okay. Wow. I'd be afraid almost that's to... Wild look into a camera that copies my likeness with that degree of detail and accuracy. I mean, there's enough video imagery this, of me that it's not going to matter, but this, I mean, you should, might not want to like... This part here is crazy. Might not want your face digitally owned by someone else that accurately. Whoa. They're using the hand control to move the light source. Oh, that's cool. Well, oh, that's nuts. All right, moving on. Um, they also showed off their update. Oh, nope, that's the same thing. China wants synthetic TikTok girls. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> this, this month saw the publication of not one, but two breakthrough models by Chinese and Singaporean researchers to generate video based on a still image and mocap data. So you don't have to look into the really fancy camera, apparently. Uh, the models have drawn criticism for being trained on TikTok videos of primarily girls dancing without their creator's consent. Magic Animate was partially developed by researchers from TikTok's parent company, ByteDance. Animate Anyone was developed by researchers from Alibaba Group. Discussion question. What kind of product slash feature slash experience do you think will bring generative AI fully into the mainstream? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I question, honestly, a lot of how much content is currently out there that is generated by AI that people don't realize. Somebody linked me a... Um, you know how there's uh, lo-fi beats to relax and study to, and then there's like remixes by everybody? Yep. Um, somebody linked me one that was a Lord of the Rings one that like, I, it just has me questioning things, you know, I'm not certain it might be generated. I don't know. I could be wrong. Huh? I don't necessarily think the images, the image might be, but I kind of think the music is because there's parts that like don't really flow right. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, ah, I don't know. And it, and it doesn't flow right in a way that makes me think AI stuff, if you know what I mean. Right. I don't know. I am finally signed into Facebook. And brilliant. That was accused to be... <laughs> very nice. That was accused to be totally fake. They just used TikTok videos to show what their AI can do. What? I don't know which part they're talking about, so I'm not certain. But yeah, it's, uh, things are getting weird. I don't think we know how mainstream things necessarily are yet because I don't think we know 
what all is actually generated by AI and what isn't. I mean, one thing that's super mainstream is uh, pictures and videos of nude people. And we can talk about how AI has been used in that industry. The UK is trying to use AI oh. age estimation through facial recognition. So not, not, a rec not recognition of you, the individual, your face, but an estimation of how old your face probably is to age gate pornographic websites and is requiring these sites to, I believe it's either um, take ID from you or this um, AI age estimation thing or oh man, there's, I think there's one other one. And like, people are going to have to go back to things are getting crazy. Well, no, see, this is the thing that I think it was the hub that brought this up the last time uh, some American state was telling them, you know, oh, you need to do this for age verification or whatever else. Oh yeah. You need to start collecting people's IDs. They were like, look, this affects nothing because some site hosted in Timbuktuistan oh, yeah. or something is not going to follow any of these rules. And as long as the internet exists, you have absolutely no way of enforcing it with those guys. So they're just not going to do it. And then people will just not use our site and they'll just use that site, which is not a great excuse when obviously this is something that needs to be managed in some way, whether it's from a think of the children way or whether, or whether it's whatever else. Right. Um, anyway, long story short, collecting, having third parties collect IDs is really bad. Yeah. Um, having even <laughs> your own government collect a list of people who have accessed this, these sites is, um, not much better. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, wasn't and, it uh, Australia very and, recently and had all their passport info leaked? AI age estimation is obviously stupid, especially especially in a world where that thing you just showed me exists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Just put the AR glasses right in front of the camera. Yeah, exactly. There you go. But hey, there's iMessage on Android for real <clears throat> this time. Oh, wow. It was blocked by Apple already. This is hilarious. <laughs> Three days ago, messaging company Beeper launched a new app, Beeper Mini, which featured iMessage on Android without needing an Apple ID that is signed in on a Mac server farm somewhere. Apple, as of this afternoon, has blocked the app. Um, Beeper CEO Eric Nikikovsky claimed that iMessage was initially reverse engineered by a 16-year-old developer who then messaged him and linked him to a working prototype. Beeper's team then refined the process by jailbreaking an iPhone and figuring out how to register a phone number with iMessage, send messages directly to Apple servers, and have messages sent back to a user's phone natively inside their app. When asked for comment by The Pretty Verge, cool. Megakovsky... Responded that if Apple cares about the privacy of its users, it should want them to be able to send encrypted messages to Android users rather than unsecure SMS. That's a pretty good argument. Which is obviously not why Apple cares about iMessage at all. And anyone who thinks that that has anything to do with why Apple cares about iMessage is... It's good to throw in their face this way. Misled. Yeah. Um, when I saw that, I was like, oh, so he's trying to put pressure on yeah. Apple to not brazenly reveal that they don't care but the thing is like um i don't think it's gonna work but it's yeah sorry dude but apple's users are not capable of recognizing the hypocrisy of apple's statements and apple's actions 
And Apple super, super, super doesn't care. Uh, the fact that they talk so much about privacy, and then if you like go down the rabbit hole of like where their server farms in China are and stuff, it's like it's a whole thing. Apple yeah. gives zero fucks. Yeah. Um, like it's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I do know. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> Yeah, this is a bummer because this seemed pretty cool. I think they were going to charge like two bucks a month or three bucks a month or something, something like that. Personally, I don't care. Like my Apple acquaintances, yeah. if they want Show more, green, dude. more messaging features, can just get a messaging app. Um, but apparently, d- the, depending on the region, it's like a huge deal or something. Oh. Yeah, I'll, honestly, really? the the day my kid comes to me and asks for an iPhone, I'm going to say why. And if the answer is because my friends have iPhones, Blue bubbles. I, I want to be cool. I will ensure that they never get an iPhone until they pay for it themselves. Absolutely not. That is the worst reason to want anything. If you want something because there's a compelling feature, because in your assignment work, you know, you do a lot of um, something that requires spatial capture of, of something, and it would really help with, it's you like, know, some extracurricular thing you're doing, and you're like, yeah, you know, I, at, what if it's like kids, it's like, there is another way, but like, oh, kids at school share notes using airdrop or something. Because hmm. he would have to inflict like some amount of maybe small, but some amount of societal change to get them to use whatever system he would prefer they use. Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, you can either be a leader or a follower. And I think, honestly, that's the conversation I'd have with them. Mm. It's like, hey, that's honestly not the best way to do that anyway. And so if, if, yeah. Maybe help them, like, set up a better solution and then just... His job is now to prove that it's better. Yeah, just one at a time. And also, like, why aren't you taking notes? Besides, if you're the owner of the notes, then everyone should be coming to you for whatever your solution is, right? Like, it's be a leader, be a follower. There's there's only really two options. <laughs> John says, uh, bro, next time, let me know I'm on speaker. Did I not tell him he was on speaker? You know, you said you were on the WAN show. You did not say you were on speaker. You said you're on the WAN show. Yeah. Yeah. Full plane chat was talking about it afterwards. You you did say like, I'm on the WAN show, which means you are too. Yeah. But you didn't technically officially say the words. Yeah. You are on speaker phone. Here. Okay. I'll go with the classic investor response. LOL. <laughs> um, ah. Oh my God. Nick says, you don't mind hanging out with people now because you're the one who's 2X everyone's age. <laughs> Throwing back to that conversation. <clears throat> what a guy. Got him. Um, John did actually say high WAN show. Did he? Oh, yeah, got him then. Yeah, I think he did. Boom. You said you're also on WAN Show, and I think he said, hi, WAN Show. Boom, roasted. I don't think, I still think you didn't technically say you're on speaker. He might have also meant pass along hi to WAN Show. 
It's like, hey, I'm I'm with my wife. Yeah, okay, I say hi, wife. You know, hi, wife. Hi, wife. You know, like, but yeah. he didn't say say. No. So no. you both left th- some things up to inference. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should have had more AI. <laughs> uh, this is just this is a really short one. The U.S. government warned Nvidia about uh, yeah. like working around their export restrictions. Basically, like if you redesign a chip around a particular cut line that enables China to do AI, I'm going to control it the very next day. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like it, that's a, that's a direct quote. <laughs> yeah, U.S. Commerce Sec- Secretary. So, oh, geez. Um, I think that's it. Twenty. Oh, twenty-three and Me doesn't want to be sued. They sent a letter to users informing them of a change to its terms of service that forces users into arbitration and prevents them from suing if they don't opt in within 30 days. Uh, Last week, the company disclosed the severity of a data breach back in October, claiming that only 14,000 accounts were compromised. However, this week, it was revealed that these accounts were linked and could be used to access sensitive data from a total of 6.9 million people, including birth year, relationship to others, and self-reported locations. Brutal. And Apple and Google confirm push notification spying. U.S. Senator Ron Wyden has published a letter claiming that governments around the world are spying on user metadata through smartphone app push notifications. Apple and Google have confirmed these claims with Apple telling Reuters that the U.S. federal government has prohibited them from sharing information about this data collection. Based on Apple's comments, it's likely that Wyden's letter exposing the practice has given them legal ground to disclose the information without being penalized for revealing government surveillance methods. Crazy. When are they going to admit that the microphone is listening and when you talk about stuff and they show you ads, it's because of that? Because, like, honestly, man, I swear. I swear. This is one of those things where they, like, they... They will they will cross their heart, hope to die, that that is not happening. But, like, I talked to someone about pizza and it's like, pizza, pizza, pizza. Okay, maybe there's other ways. Maybe there's other ways. Maybe it never happened. It just, it feels that way, man. It feels that way. Yeah. All right. When show after dark? Uh, did we talk about Windows 10 for three more years? No, but I don't think we said we would. Okay, sick. Maybe we did. Um, uh, I don't think we did. It wasn't, it wasn't the first four. Oh, no, this was something really cool. Okay, Microsoft has offered updates beyond their sunset for windows to enterprise users many times in the past extending them years even like a decade plus beyond when they officially stopped getting security updates which raises some questions if you guys are doing the work anyway why not just let people run this os if they want to i I get it microsoft wants people kind of move on let's move past because there are benefits to running newer windows i guess these are not the droids you're looking for but this is cool. They've, they've never made that available to the general public before, but with Windows 10, they will. I just think that's really cool. That they haven't cool. announced pricing, but they will be purchasable one year at a time. According to StatCounter, Windows 10 is still 68% of desktop <laughs> Windows versions in use worldwide. Um, this Windows happens all the time. Just in case anyone's like, oh, that means Windows 11 sucks. That same thing happened with 8. Same thing happened with wow. 7. Same thing happened with Vista. Windows 11 fanboy right here. Same thing happened with XP. I loved XP. I loved 7. I don't love 11. I can't believe you use 11. You don't. It's disgusting. The operating system doesn't matter. You know what's really don't disgusting? Don't spend any time with it at all. It's not when show after dark yet. Yep. Do you want it to be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sky. It's not my...
Man. I need one more person to buy a screwdriver shaft extension. <laughs> Why? Uh, here, hold on. I just need to do a thing real quick here. Because we're so close. Oh, we're right there, dude. <laughs> we're almost there. And uh, add clear, one other thing. That's make not sure, total sales. Make sure you get something from the bonus bin. Okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you buy one shaft extension and then add something from the bonus bin, we're going to be there. We're going to be there. I'm going to leave this up till that happens. I'm leaving it up. Hmm. Wow. This is a small fraction of how many of these we sold. Yeah, but that's just what went through merch messages. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Noctua Edition. You guys seem pretty stoked on it. So that's pretty cool. Someone's going to do it. I'm waiting. Oh, and the stats are broken this week, apparently. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, that explains it. Oh, no. Okay, don't add a bonus bin item. Don't add a bonus bin item. I mean, you can if you want, but just it won't be nice, you know? Okay, Mountain Dew. You have to increase your page size to see proper stats. Mountain Dew Raid AI. Twitch thoughts? What What am I even looking at here? Mm. I don't have that. One. I just need this number to go up by one. Oh, wait. But if the stats are broken, then it might not go up. You said you need to increase your page size to see oh. proper stats, but I made it max and it's the same. So I don't know. Maybe our laptops. They can't handle it. I give up. Oh, maybe if I refresh it. I need to refresh it. Oh, yeah, it's done. It's done. Here we go. Here we go. We're done. Oh, well. Yeah, anyway, it's done. Owned. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Wasn't that exciting? I, I mean, I, I was pretty excited by it. Uh, okay. Okay, yeah, let's see. Uh, I need a little more of this. There we go. Uh, dang it. Second cart. Consolidate much. So the second question, how will you be changing your final project approvals going forward? For example, full teardown of the final product, including cutting it apart. Not everything will be necessary to cut apart, but I'd say anything that has something inside it, yeah, we'll probably um, we'll probably want to cut it open and make sure that all the things that are supposed to be inside it are in there. I mean, there probably would have been ways for us to non-destructively figure that out, just like you know, kind of filling it. We just didn't think we had to check for that because all the samples that previously or, yeah. had been done to spec. Um, yeah, it's it's a mistake. Uh, it's it's one of those ones that's really frustrating because it shouldn't have happened. Um, and yeah, we're going to, we're going to figure out what our processes need to look like. We don't have anything that we're imminently launching that would be affected by something like this, but the next time it happens, yeah, we're going to be much better equipped. I mean, this is one of those things you, you live and you learn and you do your best and you just kind of make it right with the customers as best you can going forward and you survive and you live and you learn some more. And then you, one day you wake up and you're a screwdriver company. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's been amazing, especially especially with how much hate there was and how much flack there was. It's been kind of funny to watch how many people said this would be a complete failure and how they have just vanished. Yeah. I have personally read <clears throat> hundreds, if not thousands of comments about how stupid the backpack is or the screwdriver is or what failures they are or what failures they were going to be. And I haven't found one from someone that was like i was wrong because <laughs> that's haters right like they just they oh, show up they hate and if the hate's not accurate they go hate something else right it's not about this it's not about 
the warranty. It's not about the backpack. It's not about any of that stuff. It's about just like being angry. And it's um, that that's something that I sort of realized a while back and it's given me a little bit more empathy for it, but it's still just like, yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of, I wish for, I wish for a better, more happy life for you, basically. Um, what else we got? Hey, DLL, what are your thoughts on the recently announced Ram Ram Charger, an EV truck with a gasoline range extender? Uh, would you review or buy one if you could? Not a truck guy, um, but I could see the office having a use for that, just like we use the Volt all the time. I mean, that's pretty. it's pretty much the Volt. It's an EV with a gasoline range extender. Um, and I don't think I need to do another whole thing about how much I love the Volt. It managed to generate a thread on the forum. Um, someone tried to pick apart everything I said about the Volt and like how, how stupid it was and, and, and how like, it's like heavier. So like you go through tires faster and like all this stuff. And I'm kind of sitting here going, there's, there's two kinds of people in this world, people who love the Chevy Volt and people who have never owned a Chevy Volt. Um, then there's, there's, there's zero overlap between those groups as far as I can tell. And they, they basically got dismantled by someone else on the forum. Yeah. I love the concept. I think it's the right way to handle, um, that balance between mining the damage we do by mining, uh, precious metals and the damage we do by burning fossil fuels. We minimize our burning, we minimize our mining and we create this one vehicle that's like, you know, obviously building a car is like environmentally devastating. No, there, there's no good way to do it. And anyone yeah. who tells himself otherwise is kidding themselves. Um, but if we can minimize, if we can help with it, yeah, I support that. I think that's awesome. Oh, and Linus, I got another message from Nick here oh, talking about the backpack stuff. What now? Um, for future, we've also already added experts in materials design, which will help with situations like oh, this. Oh, yeah. I mean, we hired Tatiana like, what, six months ago or something like that. So we've already. It's one of those things where expertise ahead of time. by the time a scandal takes place, we're already, we've already implemented things that would help prevent it in the future, but they, they, they weren't there when that thing happened. Like it, we're always trying to do better. We're a growing company. We are literally always trying to do better. And what is this? Yeah. Yeah. We're always trying to do better. That simple. And we'll make more mistakes, but we'll handle them. Uh, Music Mutt asks, okay. I bought a backpack right before the announcement on the show today. Will I get the $25 credit? Yes. Yes, you will. Don't worry, we got you. Has Linus seen Fanboys yet? I can't tell if it's a good movie, but I love it. I haven't. My sister recommended it to sure. me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Have you watched Clerks? I have seen Clerks. Yeah, okay. I love Clerks. I love Clerks as well. Fanboys was all right. Yeah, I, I read the synopsis, or like I read the like... Normally I don't, but my sister recommended it and I love my sister, but her taste in movies doesn't overlap much with mine. <laughs> and so I read not the synopsis, but just like the box, you know, summary. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, I was like big Omega fan of clerks and then watched fanboys and was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we'll have to do a, oh, oh, we'll have to do a movie night because I installed something. Well. I someone installed it. I oh yeah got something crazy. Did I talk Dan? Did I talk on Wan Show about the biggest TV in the world? Last yeah, year? yeah, absolutely. Did I? Um, the the horrific Chinese one that you couldn't get out of China because oh of yeah, we talked a about whole it bunch of 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but did I talk about that I have it? You did not. Yeah, didn't think so. Okay. Well, I have it. It's a two-video series because of reasons. Number one is I think there's too much content. The video would be, like, really, really long. Um, and two, because this thing was thousands and thousands of dollars, and I need two videos out of it. Um <laughs> Honesty is the best policy, Luke. And people, people will flame me for it. I but the, I'm, just, I'm just telling you. Everyone else is doing the same thing that I'm doing. I'm just being honest with you. So don't shoot the messenger. Um, the first video is kind of, it's an unboxing. But it's an adventure. Because 115 inches, Luke. Yeah. It weighed twice as much as what the website said it did. <laughs> Because, is there anything else that's... Because Chinese specs, I guess, Is right? there anything else that's inaccurate? Have well, you measured things? Hold on. Or is so, its brightness accurate? So, so the very process of getting it into the building was an ordeal of epic proportions. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, the, the, the box for it. Once we, it's a multi-layer box. And once we had it all, like, packed out, it was like a maze in my rec room. Like, it's incredible, this, this, the scale of it. 115 inches sounds like almost double the size of a 65-inch TV. Yeah. It's not, because it's diagonally it's measured. It's so much bigger. It's enormous. <laughs> um, and it weighs so much. It comes, with, it comes with these silver handles that look like butt plugs that have threads about they this do. long. I just didn't think he was going to say it, but they do. <laughs> They have thread, not safe ones. They're not flared at the end, but they have threads about this long. You screw them into the sides of the TV at about this height and this height so that two wow. like strong men can move it. Yeah. It's move it. Yeah. crazy. Yep. So the first video is getting it to the point of powering it on because mm -hmm. there's some, oh man. Okay. I'm going to spoil one. I'm going to spoil one roadblock. Um, you cannot get past the opening splash screen unless you have a Chinese phone number. You can't get a Chinese phone number unless you have a Chinese ID. So even just getting the thing turned on in the first place was an exercise in, in patience and, 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 and hard work. And you wouldn't it's think like so my wife. the equipment um, it, supplied. Okay, I kid, I kid, I kid. Um, sorry, what, what were you saying? Nothing, don't worry about it. Uh, anyway, the point, did we both make the same joke? <laughs> These, these, uh, continue, related, please. related. Please, please continue. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> then part two, we get Brandon from the lab out. We measure this thing. I had some time to experience it, try different kinds of content on it, and um, I <sighs> love it. Every piece of content that I have put on it is like I've never experienced it before. And what's really cool about it is watching SDR content. Maybe the color experts out there. Guys, hmm. forgive my ignorance here. Color science is something that I have learned enough about to get through that segment of the video and then move on and kind of forget half of it and then look into it again. Like I've, I've built up a little bit of knowledge about it, but it is as much magic as it is science. It's, it's crazy. As soon as you start getting into light and color mixing and the, the perception of the human eye, it, it gets mind boggling. Um, but something that I have never understood 
is when you've got a display, like this one, for example, I think it'll do like eight or 900 nits peak brightness or something. Why is it that the SDR peak brightness is like a third of that? And that's always the case. Why don't you just make the bright parts more brighter? I have not a clue. I don't understand that. Why do you, why do you limit the brightness in SDR? Well, guess what? This TV doesn't. It will do literally 5,000 nits peak brightness Sheesh. on SDR content, depending on the conditions. It will do a full right, screen flash. Not even a flash. Like, a, like as far as we can actually tell, get flash it, can do, it can do full screen white at 850 nits Sheesh. across its entire 115-inch diagonal surface. What is the power surface, draw on that? Playing back SDR content. So I put on How to Train Your Dragon, like the one from 2010, the first movie, and I flipped it on for Andy and Andrew. <laughs> I love that Andrew is Irish, so I'm always like, what about second Andy? <laughs> Doesn't matter. The point is, I put, it, I put it on for both of them. I'm like always saying that to him. <laughs> I shouldn't. Um, I put it on for them, and I was like, okay, this is mind-boggling. And they're like, the, the opening scene where the dragons are like attacking the village with fireballs or whatever. And I was like, okay, but wait for it. Like, is your mind blown? They're like, wow, the size. Wow, it looks so good. I can't believe, you know, it's not, it's, I can't believe it's not OLED. The darks are so dark because it's um, mini LED, a full array, local dimming. 20,000 zones. How'd they even, what controller is even driving that? Okay, it doesn't matter. The point is, I was like, guys, guys, you haven't even noticed the craziest part. This is SDR content. And they were like, no. Is HDR content, like, painful? It's, well, it reaches the same peak brightness in SDR and HDR. Hmm. It just is black to the whitest white. And it just is like, okay, I mean, yeah, why not? That's what I would like to understand. And whatever your answer is, is not good because they did it. They did it. Yeah. And so that's, that's what I want to know. And now that I've seen SDR <laughs> content that isn't just kneecapped by not allowing the screen to go to full brightness, it has me questioning everything about HDR, Luke. HDR still has a wider color gamut. It still looks better, but we could have had we could have had SDR that looked flipping great for yeah. years. A lot of the marketing stuff of HDR was around the, the brightness, brightness, the peak yeah. brightness, yeah. and not just the peak brightness. Look at the, the the difference between the peak brightness and the blacks, and you could do that in SDR. It turns out, apparently, apparently. Yeah, so it's 115 inches, not 150, and the full screen white was 850 nits. It's only in, in small points where it will do um, the, the full 5,000 nits. But on a 115-inch TV, you've got to remember, a 1% window is like this big. <laughs> so have you, have you watched Pirates of Sil- Silicon Valley? Yet? I haven't yet. That's funny because that's going to be so boring on that TV. <laughs> just like all takes place in like ugly 80s offices a lot of it's just offices and stuff there is some i mean there's there's some there's some scenes in there with bill gates like when he gets arrested and stuff um yeah that'll be outside but i mean yeah yeah it's not like a show off a tv movie i'll say that much um hold on who just who just said this 
Hold on. Someone just said no HDR on Linux. Uh, someone in Flow Plane chat. No, yes, yes, Steam Deck. I, I, I can't wait for Steam OS to just be an OS I can just run. Is that a thing? Is that going to be a thing? Apparently. Someday. Oh, cool. I mean, it's Valve time, so who knows? But yeah. theoretically, yes. Maybe in 20 years. Yeah, this is TCL's 115-inch TV. Okay, what else we got? Okay, let's see. Another fun fact about your screwdrivers is that they are able to be decontaminated from radioactive material if exposed. It happened to mine again. <laughs> yes, I did tell all three of you about this at LTX. That's hilarious. I totally forgot, but that's really cool. Yeah. I don't know what the process is for decontaminating a screwdriver um, because of radioactive material exposure, but apparently it survives it, But and yet you've bought another one. Are you sure it didn't destroy it? <laughs> I think my favorite is again. I like, yeah, yeah. The, the again is what got me. Me, yeah. me too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's fantastic. Oh man, hackers would have actually been pretty good on it. Some of those fever dream sequences and stuff. Okay, tell you what. I'll watch it again, but only if you watch it with me. We'll watch okay. it together this time. Sure. All right. Sure. We'll have to do like a hacker screening at my house sometime. Yeah. Just yeah, people can, well, we can only fit so many people in there. I don't, I don't need like 30 people RSVPing for that theater room. <laughs> it's not that big. <laughs> okay, we'll see. Need a sharp thing for my job at TSMC, Arizona. My question is, why hasn't LiDAR caught... What? Oh, yeah. that's sick. Yeah. That's awesome. My question is, why hasn't LiDAR caught on outside of Apple phones? Out of all the terrible things that people copy from Apple, <laughs> why not copy something good? Because <laughs> it's really hard. Apple does really, really cool shit sometimes. That's why, that's why I don't get it when people say that I hate Apple. I don't hate Apple. When they do cool stuff, I love it. I, I talk constantly about how amazing their M silicon is. They they came in out of absolutely nowhere and changed the CPU industry. That's wild. Who who else could do that? I just hate it when they use their incredible power for evil. That's what I hate, and they just do it a lot. Hi, DLL. Good evening. Linus saying okay, uh, boomer triggered my Google Assistant. Uh, I, that's actually when I trigger it at home. That's that's the phrase I use as well. It's it's hilarious and really? terrible cursed knowledge. <laughs> you can literally say that to activate your assistant. Uh, wow. So thanks for that. Also for Linus, what project got you in the most trouble with Yvonne? Oh, I mean, huh? <laughs> There's still time for the badminton center to be the one. I would say recently the the whole house land party. She was not impressed that without talking to her, I committed to hosting a like 50 to 100 person event at our house all weekend. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I knew she'd like, you know, come around to it once I explained to her that we owe Ubiquity make good. And well, I no, think, she knew she knew there was a LAN. She didn't realize. Yeah, she didn't even know there was a LAN until she heard it from someone else, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, she didn't hear any of it from me. In fairness to me, I did tell people to like talk to her about it. But we're still working on our communication. And I mean, internally here at the company, Yvonne and I usually have pretty good communication. Um, this was not a high point for me, though. It is very funny what work stuff, like, the other one won't know about. And I'm just like, what? Well, we're at the point now where we don't tell each other everything because yeah. neither of us can fit all the things that go on here in our brains anymore. I, I get it. I just, every once in a while, I'm like, wow. Well, yeah, because we used to, like, do, like, the, the bed debrief, you know? Or the shower debrief. It's probably good to not do either of those. I mean, no, we still do. But, like, just, it can't be everything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. 
And you got to have some limits on where work stuff happens. Sure. That's what she used to tell me. And then I, I basically was like, well, okay, hold on a second. What do you want to talk about? Like, this is our adventure. Yeah. That's fair enough. <laughs> like, we're, uh, w- uh, what is wrong as a couple with, like, talking about crushing it? Hey. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Right? I, I, no. I, I scoffed at it, but I'm thinking back and like, I mean, I talk about work stuff. Yeah. In those and like, scenarios. What's wrong with doing something you're passionate about yeah. and doing it together? Most couples... I th- just, I, I didn't even really like equate it as work stuff in my head because I'm just, yeah, I'm talking about the things that were interesting or important yeah. to me. Yeah. We should be, we should be so grateful that we have this thing that we do together all day, every day, and that we don't want to kill each other after it. Like, I, I don't know. I think if you can handle it, if you can, if you can do the work together thing, there's nothing wrong with talking about it as long as you're both on the same page. Like, yeah, if, if someone says, look, I can't talk about work right now, that's a boundary. You don't cross that boundary. That's fine. But in general, no, I think it's, you know, she's like, oh, we only talk about work and the kids. And I'm like, right. But is there anything in our lives we're doing that's more important than (laughs) our life's work and our kids? (laughs) I'm open to it. Like, this is what we do together. We, we, we kick ass. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Let's yeah. strategize. Which angle will we, which, which angle will we kick the ass from today? <laughs> Are we going to slap the ass? <laughs> Should have waited for him to drink. Yeah. Yeah. Dodging it. All right. Mm-hmm. Hey, DLL, question for Linus. I have a long-term Asian girlfriend, and I'm white. What has been your experience in raising half-Asian children? Have you had any challenges or any great positives? Um, I think my kids don't really fully understand the concept of race <laughs> at this point. Uh, they, That's kind of a thing in BC. Yeah, we're kind of a mixing pot in Vancouver anyway. and I, Like, I didn't for a long time. Like, I don't know. Honestly, a lot of kids here are sheltered enough that they don't think it's a big deal. Like my kids, my kids do understand the concept of it, but they don't think about it. Like this was just a couple of years ago. So growing up here, it's just, it doesn't matter. My daughter would have been, I think seven. And, um, she told me about a friend at school who had like, I don't know, something. She basically told me about a friend and I had just volunteered in her class. And so I was trying to figure out who she was talking about. And I was like, oh, tell me what she looks like. And she goes, she keeps her hair in a braid and she wears shoes like this. And she says, and I'm kind of sitting here going, skin color? (laughs) Because as adults, I, I don't know, like we're trained to look for these markers, but... This is a learned behavior was the what I figured hair out. hair and shoes were what were more important to The style of the hair, not daughter. even the color. Yeah, yeah. But or, that's what was more important to her. Yeah. Because she thought that part was more interesting. Exactly. Yeah. It's not that she doesn't see it. Yeah. So it's, um, cool. it, it's one of those things where it was, it was really cool to see how learned this behavior was. And like, obviously, my own experiences are not going to be the same as what someone else is having. But so far, for my kids anyway, so good. It just doesn't seem to matter, Um, which is pretty cool. And someday uh, there's going to be a wake-up call about it. And 
I don't know, maybe it's time to start having those conversations now. Um, but like, I don't know, let them, let them not worry about that. And try to make it as long as they can. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Linus, oh, is like something that sometimes you do actually kind of want to protect to a certain degree, I think. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. Linus, would you ever do a TED Talk about leadership and ADHD? No. Got him. <laughs> I, that is a format that I've been asked to enter or I've been asked to engage in a lot of times. But um, I, I, this was a potential that I curated. I interpreted it more as like, would you ever give a talk, not specifically a TED talk? Yeah, uh, like uh, we, we've been pretty deep in negotiations a couple of times. And every time... What I worry about is what would I say? And it's not that I have nothing to say. I mean, I sit here and I talk to you guys for four friggin' hours every week. Like, obviously, I can talk if instructed to. But I feel like there'd be... You guys are chill, relatively speaking. Every once in a while, something will get clipped out of context and just show up on somewhere or whatever, right? But, like, in general, when I'm talking to you guys, this is a relatively safe space for broadcasting on the internet. Um and so if I trip over my words or if I forget what I'm talking about mid-sentence, because these are things that I do speaking of, you know, uh, sorry, I don't know if I ever let you finish. Yeah, yeah, the ADHD thing. Speaking of, like, I, I just, I'm highly distractible, right? Here, that's okay. I can just say, oh, yeah, what was I talking about again? I'd feel a lot of pressure in a format like a TED Talk, something more formal. And that's something that even for someone who has experience speaking, uh, even publicly, right? Like at LTX or whatever else. Um, I just I just don't know if I really need in my life. And then the other thing is, what would I talk about? I'd want to talk about something that, A, I can speak about with authority, so something I know, cold, and B, something that isn't just available for free in the existing library of content that you can find. It's like, okay, well... These are these are not circles with a lot of overlap. So I'd have to, what I'd have to like intentionally withhold something. I don't know. I just don't really. Uh, I just don't really see a ton of value in it. I think is the is the biggest issue. The the paycheck looks good, but I uh, it'd have to be the right. It'd have to be exactly the right opportunity, and it'd have to be exactly the right topic. Hey Linus, I'll be a new dad soon. Woo! Just picking up ABCs of gaming and the shape sorter. Nice. Any advice for a father-to-be? Get ready. <laughs> it's fun. Enjoy it. I mean, um, most of my kids are barely big enough for me to, like, hold them. Um, you know? Don't forget, don't take video clips that are always staged. Get lots of little candid stuff. Like, you'd be amazed how fun it is to just watch a video of, like, your kid brushing their teeth when they're two, you know, or try, um, you know, get the everyday stuff because honestly, the posed picture is not what I ever yeah. enjoy looking at. Yeah. It's always the candid and you don't want to be necessarily the parent that always has, you know, the DSLR in the, in the kid's face, you know, constantly or whatever, but just, just capture moments, capture, capture the, the everyday moments. Those are, those are the most magical ones to look back at. What were the fashion department's thoughts of favorite clothing of other brands survey from a couple months ago? I don't think I've gone through it with them yet. I'm sorry. I wish I had something to add to that. 
Hi, Linus and Luke. How's your experience with the 7900 XTX recently? I've been having many driver crashes and the FSR disadvantages versus DLSS, like in Alan Wake 2, really made me second guess my choice. Cheers. I was doing potentials. What was that? Sorry. How's the XTX going for you? Not good, actually. Mm. Yeah, it's gotten worse. It was good, very good, up until quite recently. And now I've started having some pretty bad crashing problems. I had a full system crash one time. I had one situation where my driver crashed rapidly, like four times in a row, and then locked my entire system. So it would, all my screens would go out, standard driver crash, it would come back, I'd be good for four or five seconds, and it would happen again. And then I had to just power down my system, power it back up, and then I was fine. Um, It seems to be having an issue in specific locations. This one's been interesting to me. Like if I play a level, I'll driver crash in a specific room. Mm. And then for just like, I'm interested in things reasons, start the level over again, driver crash in the same room. Do it again, driver crash in the same room. Nothing different seems to be happening in that specific room different than any other room maybe there's something i i can't see or i'm not noticing i don't know yeah, i mean but. sometimes things are loaded in the background yep maybe it's in preparation in the next for, room yep. yeah yeah i don't know um or maybe it's something that's happening like behind a wall i can't see it or I don't, I don't know but um yeah it's been less good lately unfortunately um but yeah it was stable like rock solid no crashes from when we made the last video until probably a couple weeks ago. And that's been months of zero problems whatsoever. And then very much so within the last couple of weeks, I've had a decent amount of crashes. Um, I don't know if it'll stay. Maybe a driver update will come out and I'll be all good again. I'm not sure, but yeah. Yeah. Hi, LLD. Looking forward to your shaft. Linus, I use the Darn Tough Running Socks daily. What are your go-to styles of DT socks? Cushion or no? Uh, I, 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 I have cushioned socks. I think I'm... Oh, I'm actually not wearing Darn Tusk today. I'm wearing these cute uh, YouTube socks I got at some event. Um, <laughs> Do yeah. I need to blur that? I don't know. Anyway, it says, it says off hours on the one side and then YouTube on the other side. I was out of Darn Tufts because I didn't put away my laundry last week. I folded it all, but it's just sitting in the hamper in my room because I like couldn't get it over the finish line uh wait so that means you're out of darn tufts well it just just means they're buried under the towels that are at the top of the completely folded laundry Uh, thing um yeah i I do have i do have the padded ones though hey dll i was curious if you remember the first ltt merch sold and how the initial run was misprinted i still wear my red and black first tank top to mow the lawn thanks for always being solid bro was that a question? Yeah, do you remember the first LTT merch sold oh. and how the run was misprinted? Oh, yes. Yeah, it was uh, it was in the wrong color. Like this see man, this is what I'm talking about. We have always always made our best effort to do the right thing. Everyone who got those shirts with the wrong <clears throat> color got another one. They didn't even have to return the one that was in the wrong color because they were red instead of orange. Like, oh yeah, I remember that now. I honestly didn't remember yeah. this at all. Like, this is this is a whole thing. <clears throat> this is the whole thing where I just like I look at this and I sit here and I go, like I get it. 
you guys don't know me or whatever. Yeah. But also, like, what the fuck? Like, I've been <laughs> around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You can at least, if you're gonna, if you're gonna hate, like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna dump on someone, at least, like, do a little bit of research. <laughs> like the uh, that's a lot to expect from the internet yeah i know man how about none research okay last Uh-oh. one i've got here my dashboard is what do you mean uh is it just one yeah okay mine, last says, one. mine says 23 but i see a few incomings wait oh, you see 20 oh yeah interesting. there's three incomings i guess no, mine says 23 curated but i if there's if yeah, we there's all only, just see one i'm there's sure there's only one fine. left oh yeah. shoot i had something in mind for this I don't remember what it was anymore. Any progress updates? Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry, Dan. You go ahead and read it. <laughs> that's, that's the whole thing. Any progress updates on the laptop bag you can share? Yes. I think we are probably leaning toward pre-selling. This is coming from um, the same supplier as the backpack. So as long as we check the top of production... Um, their their quality is really good. Um, the product itself is pretty self-explanatory. It's a laptop bag. It's great. Um, so I, I think we will probably take pre-orders for it. And right now that order is on hold pending finding a resolution with these guys for the backpack bottom issue. But hopefully we'll be able to put those on order sometime in the next couple of months. Want to answer any of those uh Incomings. Jonathan says, give me an option for warranty only. I don't want the credit for the backpack in my wallet or on your books. I trusted you, bro. I've seen, I've seen a few messages about that. I want you to use it. I'm, uh, the, That's what I said. Yeah. We want you to have it. Yeah, we want you to have it. Yeah. For, it's as much about making us feel better as it is about making you yeah. feel better. We don't feel better unless we've done the right thing. If you don't want something, get something for one of your friends or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, buy a gift for a friend. Like, 25 bucks is enough that you can just buy one thing. Yeah. That was kind of the rationale behind that, was we wanted it to be, like, Here's actually a, a meaningful amount of money. Yeah. Um, Luke, when is Linus getting his Pizza Hut moment? I mean, we high-fived today. <laughs> you we also shook hands. We also know what this is. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if Luke doesn't. The more I get to know him. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that means, but it's probably fair. Mm-hmm. Chris asks, um, what are your thoughts on employers um, prying eyes on remote employees' activity, gauging performance based on stuff like logins, account checkouts, etc., like that? Um, I don't know. It's something we haven't really had to deal with yet. We've definitely had troublesome employees. Um, We've definitely had people who have productivity issues when they're not in office. Our solution is that mostly people are in office where we can keep, have the team together. We're, you know, managing everyone. Um, For the most part, our remote positions are pretty sort of output measured. So we don't do any of this stuff. Um, a lot of the stuff is useless um, if you have intelligent people on your team. So mm. that's something to consider. Because yeah, we do have that though. I have never seen a single version of like work tracking that isn't every single person permanently sitting on a webcam, which is like, ugh. Um, 
and someone actually monitoring it all the time, which is also ugh, um, that is actually good. Like there was one for a long time that was like, their mouse has to move every once in a while. And you just see videos of people that would set up like the rotating fans and just a stick on the rotating fan that's taped to their mouse and it just moves it back and forth. And they're like, they're working for sure. It's, I don't know. I, a lot of the are these people working detection things, in my opinion, are mostly managers that don't want to do like productivity and performance tracking. Um, so they're like, hey, I can just point at this thing and it says they did. So sounds good. Um, but I don't know because they're, they're, they're all beatable. Every single one that I've ever seen is beatable. So at that point, if you have an intelligent team and they really want to beat it, they'll just do that. So what's the point? I don't know. Anyways. Okay, curating the last two. Then we're done, boys. Uh, Linus, you used to be at the center of the hiring process. Has it not been too hard to delegate such tasks? Any tips for new bosses such as me? Thanks. Um, yeah, it's really hard to delegate because... I don't know, man. Uh, good luck. <laughs> it's probably fair enough, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, what is the point of HDR when you have some light control? Color management and eyes adapt to light, luminance, and color. Anyway, I notice the Earthers don't use HDR, so do y'all actually also think it's dumb? Well, theaters don't use HDR because it's expensive. Uh, some theaters are equipped with HDR. In fact, some theaters are even equipped with uh, like uh, video walls, so they get much, much brighter than traditional theaters. Um, as for what's the point of it, when it's done well, it looks so much better. It really, really does. And uh, I would see absolutely having an HDR display at home, like one that I, especially the one that I have now, even the projector I had before, I can't think of a reason to go to the theater. It sucks. It's, it's not nearly, it doesn't look nearly as good. So I don't think it's dumb. And even if, like I talked about on the show earlier, you could boost the peak brightness of SDR, the additional color volume of HDR still does make it look better. And the metadata that's included with HDR content helps to ensure you, that your display is doing its best job of representing the content. So it makes the, uh, it makes the experience more reproducible across different displays. So there's still, definitely still a point to it. And I think there is a point to mark the end of the WAN show. We'll see you again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye. What? How do I unbell? <laughs> I have to pee. <sighs>